Welcome to a ramble with. My guest joining me for a ramble is Modest Pelican, an Australian gaming YouTuber who recently hit a million subscribers. We officially get underway three minutes and 40 seconds in, but I have kept in the pre-show where we had technical difficulties. I mean, if you like, um, I, if, if you just show your cam, I, I'll be able to see you. And so at least in the recording, it'll be me and you, uh, even though you won't be able to see me, which may, may be awkward for you, I don't know. I'll just pretend. I'll just put. I just. Put, I'll just get a photo. I'm just gonna Google Dark Viper and put a photo of you <laughs> on the top where so it looks like I'm kind of talking to you. I got a nice, nice one of shows off your beard nicely. How you been, man? What's been going on? I I have been tired. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is your upload schedule like? Every seven minutes, do you? It's crazy. It it is. It's just. Like I, it's it's not as hard as you might think, but it's like, it's like a good two to three hours or something a day to upload twenty four clips a day. It's um, yeah, it's crazy, man. Like sometimes they pop up. Like some of your recent content's been getting like crazy, crazy views. So congratulations on all the success. Well, thank you. I didn't expect it to be this successful, but I did have uh, suspicions that it would do decently well. Like you can never predict the future, obviously, but given that I was seeing. Endless small clips doing really, really well on YouTube. It did seem to suggest that um, there was some method to that, you know, that that if I joined that bandwagon, it would help me. And it did, so. Yeah, it was funny, man. Well, like TikTok obviously showed how popular short clips can be. And I saw you tweet, like, I think it was, I can't remember if it was like a rambles or whatever. You were like, these people are just grabbing people's Twitch content and uploading it and their channels are like blowing up. And then you're like, wait, <laughs> I'll just do that for myself. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the, it's the way of YouTube right now, I, I think, just throwing up as much content as possible. Heard from endless different people. You know, all these people who make really well done, perfectly crafted videos. Um, all of them complaining like, oh, there's no... Uh, the, the YouTube algorithm isn't favoring that kind of stuff anymore. And it, it does kind of suck in a way that, that that is no longer the perfectly crafted six-month video that does well on YouTube. It's just throw up as much stuff as possible. Um, and see what sticks kind of thing, you know? Yeah. I think there's like a common human thing where it's like people think time equals like good co good content or like, you know, if you put heaps of time into something that therefore makes it better. But sometimes like organic live content is better. Like it just watches better and it just is what it is. So Absolutely. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're right. Um, uh, certainly there's a relationship between how much time you put into something, but certainly just because you put six months into something doesn't mean it's going to be better than something thrown together in 15 minutes. Like yeah, my, exactly. My most recent video that popped off was was me talking about the story, um, story misconceptions for GTA 5. It's got like 1.7 million views right now in like two Holy weeks. Holy shit. Way more than... Any video, like past this percent or whatever, I spend months on that. It's got like yeah. one third the views. But this video was just me ranting in front of a camera, did three takes and then cut it together. It took like a couple of hours. It's <laughs> the most successful video I've done in eons. And it's so a good crazy. video. Like I can't deny it's a good video, but it's just, uh, mm. maybe it's just the thrown together passion makes stuff interesting. But I, I know we're, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves with this podcast thing because we're because people are going to be watching this and we haven't like introduced and oh stuff. shit oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. true true oh because yeah because I, I i am recording now but i mean uh, okay, i didn't cool, know when cool. this gets out so okay so um i did i did on twitter a poll to see what people wanted me to call this thing and yeah, a rambles with one what did you vote for i voted for a rambles yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it's just similar to speedrunning rambles but yeah um, brand. So, 
yeah. So thank you for being on the first episode ever of this series. It's my pleasure. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I hope you don't regret it by the end. And congrats nah, on that's good. I and mean, congrats on a million subscribers, of course. Um, oh, thank you, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. So uh, that's good. I, I have no real format for how I wanted this to go. I just, in general, wanted to just talk to some people that I've. Um, tangentially come across in my YouTube career that I think are interesting people. Um, And so I I got my audience to give me a bunch of questions. I have 31 here. um, And we'll see if we hammer some out. We just chat with it as a guide. I'm not sure. Uh, Like the first question is a pretty obvious one. Um, As a new viewer, let's say a person who doesn't know you at all, uh, how would you introduce yourself and your content? Um, It's just kind of like glorified shit posting, really. (laughs) <laughs> like that that would be it i think yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i can introduce you if you like so this is this yeah you is, go you go this yeah. is modest pelican um formerly modest pelican gaming uh, you've changed your name recently right yeah i did a bit of a rebrand i thought the meme was dead i kept gaming for so long just because it was just so cringe like who has gaming <laughs> in their name in 2020 why why did you pick that i'm like when did when did you make the name and why did uh, you pick modest pelican gaming like, there was still definitely an element that it was funny, but also just I had no idea what I was doing as well. Probably a bit of a hybrid of that, I think. I, yeah. I did worse. Um, my my first, my, my gaming channel was called Dark Viper Game Channel. <laughs> Not even gaming, <laughs> game channel. Oh, uh, it saves people getting confused because they know it's about gaming and they know it's a channel like you hate. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like exactly. real clear. It's uh, but, smart. But, but why Modest Pelican? What's it, Do you consider yourself a modest... <laughs> uh, fuck knows man um i don't know like i just wanted something really unique uh i'd I, so sort of answer this in my q a and it was a bit of a disappointing answer it really is that i just wanted something that no one else had had anything like like just totally unique so that you know search results and everything would just always be modest pelican like when did, when did you make it though you weren't you weren't like um you're a teenager or something or were you making this brand with the knowledge i'm gonna be making content one day or was it just Here's just a, 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 a name that I've picked for myself as an email or something. Yeah, no, it's just a, for con- like content purposes. What about you? Is Dark Viper like a picked name or is it a... Is my it my name is, has, a, has a little history to it. It's a, it's a composite of two different things. And yeah. my first email that I ever made was called Game Viper 3 or something. I made it in like the fifth grade. And just over time, um, as I've moved to different things, making new email addresses and stuff, Game Viper hasn't been available. The number hasn't been available. And eventually it combined with a, a World of Warcraft character that I had in um, a private server called Darkbane. So it became Dark yeah. Viper. And then the number and the end has changed over time. But uh, I ended up with Dark Viper AU because my old name was Dark Viper 88, and 88 has um, associations with, um, well, let's just say some far right bad political stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you want okay, to Google good. what 88 means? Let's, let's okay. not get this video demonetized in no, the first just, 10 I'm, seconds. I'm just was, was unaware, um, <laughs> but, I, but I learned about those political associations because yeah. I tried to make my name Dark Viper 88 on, on uh, Grand Theft Auto 5, and it wouldn't let me have it. Um, yeah. I was like, oh, well, shit, better change my name before this screws me, you know. But we, we, we had, I kind of got away from... Uh, so you're Modest Pelican. Your content yeah, is, is gaming stuff. And yeah. uh, if, if, every time I watch one of your videos, I think to myself, like, I, I, I'm, I'm ha- half listening to it and you'll say something. I'll look over and go, did he really just say that? Did he? <laughs> like, every <laughs> video has these lines in it that I can't believe you can say with a straight face. Um, do, do you ever find yourself writing a script? I imagine you do script these things and think to yourself, can I really say that? 
Is this a thing that I can say? Are they going to let me get away with it? I don't know. You know how, like, the comedy line is at the moment. Like, you can say you can be very, like, progressive, loving person, but if you just say a joke that's slightly off, people will just, like, have a big cry about it. And I've just tried to not... I've never heard you get any backlash over your content. Well, I try and not say things that are too far, but obviously, like, I have a joke, and I think people... People know it's a joke. I'm like, yeah. whatever. I don't really care. Like, if you're going to cancel me, like, have a crack. Like, whatever. Like, what are you going to do? Like, my, my viewers aren't going to care. So, I, yeah. have, have you, do you, um, just on topic of canceling, have you, uh, do you know Devin Nash by some chance? Um, only because I think you mentioned think, him in a recent video. And I, yeah. He, he, he made a video recently talking about the idea of canceling. And it doesn't yeah. seem that in the vast majority of cases that people who try to get canceled actually get canceled. Like if someone yeah. tried with you to go, oh, he's saying all these terrible things. Uh, I think it's so obviously a joke that you you would just gain from such a thing. People would just become more aware of you and you just blow up. Like I, I can't imagine. Yeah. Um, it, it's so hard to cancel people to begin with, but certainly in our position where the more people talk about you, the better off your content is. Um, I, I think I, I want to be someone try to cancel me. <laughs> I want that I mean, to be like an interesting it. experience. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think as well, like you look into it, like if you like do something that's legitimately too far, like we don't have to name an example, but like, you know, you cross a line and break a law, then maybe you're going to get canceled, like some fucked up, something really bad. Can we swear on this? Is that okay? Oh, you're going to. Okay. Yeah. So something really bad, then maybe you're going to get canceled for that. But if like someone's like, oh, you made a joke and then people come and look at me and I'm doing like charity streams and like obviously try and be like a nice person and a good person. It's going to be like, that just make them look stupid in my mm, opinion. Yeah. Like obviously exactly. there's, but you've got to look at the intent of the person as well. Mm. Like it's just for a bit of a laugh. The co- content matters. Yeah. It's just in, in a lot of cases that, even if you do something horrendous, as long as you say nothing, duck your head down for a couple of months, you can come back and no one, because the, the cycle of people trying to be canceled, yeah. the drama moves ahead so quickly. The, yeah. the only way that you can truly be canceled is if, um, you know, you literally go to jail or even, <laughs> even then, like pe- people have gone to jail and come back and had their career. It's basically, you, you just kind of have to shut up. Thanks for the prime, bro. Yes. <laughs> Didn't you kill like a whole family? <laughs> yeah, man, that was twenty years ago. Fucking chill. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so um, yeah. uh, how? So people asked, how did we first meet? Now, I I can. Did did you follow me on Twitter? Uh, I watched some of your videos. You were like, um, you were talking about like an incident where another speedrunner had like was kind of using your strategies, and I just started watching you around then, like probably like a year, a year and a half ago now, I guess, and then. I just started, started watching your content and I was like, oh, this is funny. Like, I'm not that into speed running, but you kind of turned it into something that I was happy to watch and I enjoyed. And then I referenced you in a video. Yeah. Just because right. I, I had a speed running joke. So I was just like doing a game so badly, like playing Grand Theft Auto San Andreas so slowly. But I referenced you as a joke and then I probably followed you on Twitter around then, I imagine. Yeah. So I, I have this issue where um, uh, I, I think everyone hates me all the time. Like you've, you've, I'm sure you've, they don't, man. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm sure some people do. <laughs> I mean, I think most people don't. Most people are either um, either like me or they're completely indifferent to me or don't know about me. But it's just in my head. Um, everyone hates me to some degree. But so when um, you reference me, I'm like, I mean, you're following me. I'm like, this guy can't hate me. And it just so happened that around that time, um, I was writing a joke in Pacifist Percent. And uh, I needed uh, two phone calls. One, I was going to have Franklin call Rockstar Games to, to get help or something. Another, yeah. I just needed um, a very noticeable, obvious voice who does GTA stuff. And I'm like, who, who, who is like that? And I'm like, oh, Modest Pelican. He followed me on Twitter recently. And yeah. 
And I'm like, he's got a lot of running gags and stuff. So I asked you to do that joke where um, you're asking Michael to promote the word, good word of your channel or whatever. I still find that joke hilarious. Um, and, and- <laughs> Bro, well, when I made the joke about you being in my basement or something, <laughs> people still just ask. Like, it's, like, it's been like probably like time goes so fast. It's been probably over a year since yeah. we did that. And people still, every video, every stream, it's like, is Dark Viper still in your basement? Like in my Discord, it's like, is, how's Dark Viper going in the basement? Because obviously we have probably a bit of a crossover of like viewers. Mm. People like like have your um picture as their like Discord picture or whatever. And they'll just be like, I'm in your basement. <laughs> it's like, shit, it's been a year and a half. So Yeah, yeah I, I think, and I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't like, did that video do particularly well? I thought it was just like a, it did, did the same as your normal videos, right? Um, I have no idea, man. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah I, I, it's, uh, I can't remember the exact video that it was. But, but at the yeah. time, um, like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm surprised as you that the joke has maintained itself this long, you know? Um, I've, probably, I've done so few collaborations that people are probably just like, <laughs> you know, like it was landed so hard because it was like, whoa, out of kind of nowhere that it was your voice and, and all that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm in the same boat. My, my collaborations have been you, Sonny Evans, and a very strange one with Clix Philip. I... Uh, you know who Clix Philip is? No, I didn't catch that video of yours. Must have. Yeah. Oh, you do, you don't know Clix Philip? He's been around for a very long time. He's uh, uh yeah, I guess no. CS:GO. You don't know CS:GO, then I imagine. Yeah, yeah, probably not. Is he big on Twitch or YouTube? Oh, YouTube, YouTube. He, he, oh, he, yeah, that's he, so he, bizarre. Yeah, I'll check he's out got his three stuff. channels. He's about to hit a million subs. But he's just been around for such a long time that um, yes, yeah, if, if you've if you've even dipped your toe near CS:GO, Clix Philip comes up. Like he he's mentioned in the patch notes for that game. I don't play oh, wow. C- CS:GO, yeah. but he um he just has this interesting voice and he's so passionate about what he talks about um hey, that cool. is very interesting but but i won't bother with that story then but it's just uh oh, I, okay. I basically no, just asked no. him for i basically just asked him for some lines and he he didn't send me back a single word in the emails that i sent i sent him two emails he didn't say a single thing but he sent me the sound files and i was just it was just a weird interaction like oh yeah hey man ah oh, sure no ways i expected something like that but no he just sends me the sound files and <laughs> he I've, just I've, gets I've, it done yeah i've, I've used them in, done. i've used them in two different pacifists so whenever I, yeah. I I use them, people are like, oh, is that Click Clicks Philip? What the hell? But yeah, um, I I want to do more collaborations because you you yeah. probably noticed all the uh, all these YouTubers going together, playing Among Us and stuff, and just leeching off. Yeah. They they're growing off each other and growing yeah, insane yeah. degrees. It just seems stupid not to try to do something along those lines. Um, the YouTube seems to like that cross really promotion does. kind of thing. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. But why haven't you done more collaborations, by the way? Um. Like I'm definitely not opposed to it. I've done like, funnily enough, one with you and one with Sonny Evans, a couple of other people down oh, yeah, the road. Man. It's just, I don't know, like the group of friends, like I've got a really good group of mates. There's about 10 of us. And like every night, at least one of them is going to be online. So you might know them, like the Sons of Virgins, the Stealtho mm-hmm. guys, like Crosby, Dom, all those guys. And um, I just play with them all the time. Like they're just, we were friends well before the channel was a thing and I just sort of play with them. And I guess that's kind of what I end up doing. Like, it's been such a good social thing, but I'm totally open to it. I just a pretty bad networker, honestly. Like I kind of just make my content, chill out, and it just sort of the years have gone by, I guess. So, so certainly, yeah. um, I can see how your content, especially considering that you focus on single player games, mo- like a lot of the time, it, it yeah. and because you've already got your friends. I mean, certainly, it'd be easier to play with your friends than reaching out and organizing something with another person. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. And like I, I'm kind of in the same boat where I, I, I speed run a single player game or challenge run or whatever. It doesn't um, immediately leave it lead itself to collaboration. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I, I uh, Doug, Doug, if you've heard of him, um, we wanted to collaborate together. We both just, just looked at each other and went, "What are we going to do?" It's and hard, it right? Like, I have no idea. 
I, I was very impressed that because did Sonny Evans reach out to you for a collaboration? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think we kind of just followed each other on Twitter, and one of us messaged, and similar yeah, he, to us, I guess we're just like he's. I like Sonny. Like we got on really well, and yeah, he make. I like I like his content as well. He, so, yeah. he 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 impressed me that he has you know these collaboration ideas or whatever. Like um, he he came to me with an immediate proposal to do this cops yeah. and crooks thing, and I was like, oh. Fine. It seems no effort on my part to do this, um, but really I, creative, I, yeah. I, I I wish I had something like that. Just some go to, um, just grab someone in and 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 chat. You know that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, um, that's cool. I've, I do know, like like recently, especially like I've joined Misfits Management and I've like met a lot of other creators and they're really cool. Like like you know like we were talking about CS:GO earlier. The only real CS:GO I've watched was like Fitz or Fitz and Swaggers and all mm. them. And I met them and like we sat down and had dinner together and it was really nice. But it's mm. just, for me, it's like, I guess I'm not, I don't have that Sonny Evans thing where I'm like, hey, Fitz, like jump in a GTA video. I just don't think of it or I just don't, like, I don't know. It's just not like front of mind for me, but that would be really cool, I guess. So, yeah. So really cool. the, the the Misfits, they're different from Click and Misfits is, is that, is that Swagger Souls and stuff? Who, who, who are the Misfits? Yeah, so the Misfits, like, you know, like Swagger Souls, mm. Fitz, Toby, Zuckles, McCreamy and Notorious. They're like the six guys. I reckon there's two of those names. Oh, okay, but, well, I, but, I, but I have heard of Misfits because they're, they're, they're the big Aussie group yeah, of yeah. creators. Just funny, funny guys. Like they just take the piss and have a good time type thing. Yeah, and I then, think, um, I think mo- like some of them are least on cold ones. Um, you yeah, know, with them. Um, yeah, I think they did go on there like a few yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so I haven't actually joined them. I've joined the management side of things, which oh. is like a much bigger pool of creators. I'm like, I won't name them all, but there's lots of them. Lots of huge Twitch streamers and YouTubers and. It's been good. Like they're just a really good management company. So, it just help you with sponsorships or yeah, something. sponsorships. Like just getting stuff done. Like advice. Like anything you need. Just having a, someone to talk to about stuff is really good. Have, have you done many sponsorships? I, I know I just watched a video where you're like um, brought to you by Ray Trail Legends. No, nah, just kidding. That um, the thing. Yeah, uh, like I have, and I, I think I'm going to start doing a few more. But like, man, I just I feel like. I just sort of chill out, make content, and the years have gone by. And I've enjoyed, I've loved what I've been doing, streaming on Twitch again. But I don't know, like, I just never in any rush to sort of do anything. And then as a result, you're like, you might be a bit the same. Like, you've kind of blown up in the last few years and mm. you've just been doing your thing, speed running. And it's just like, you know, suddenly here we are having a chat. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. Ba- basically, I, uh, my, my, I'd so say I, I like to think of it as chilling, but I'm just, doing content and editing 24 7 like every moment i'm awake i'm doing something on social media or streaming or whatever because i got nothing Mm. i got nothing else in my life it's the only thing that's ever given me any kind of satisfaction i do feel like it's just been like a chill journey and i've been bobbing along um but i've been reflecting on it i'm like man i've I've worked my fucking ass off to some degree (laughs) yeah yeah i've definitely like when i was working two jobs to get the channel going uh, i remember saying to myself i've got to remember how fucking hard this is not sleeping at all mm. <laughs> like and then yeah as as i got to go full-time it got a lot easier but certainly to, to, when when it comes to sponsorships though like i just i just look at it and go I, i'm making enough money and it's all yeah. looks like such a pain in the ass hammering out with the, f- figuring out yeah. what the payment is and what they exactly want and stuff i mean having a management group is you've now got probably will make that easier but f- but like I get all these emails and I'm just like, I just want to make my content, man. I'm I'm behind in editing and shit. <laughs> you know, but anyway, um, I feel you. I feel you. Like there's only so at the end of the day, like if you take on too much of that management stuff at first, it's okay. But like, I don't know how you do it that every waking hour editing, making content. Like I need to have just a day off to just spend time with like my girlfriend or family or whatever. Like I, otherwise I just, 
just not worth it that somehow oh, good. Uh, I, I so yeah i've i've got a terrible attitude when it comes to these things where it's yeah. um uh like i there's this there's a sentiment that a lot of youtubers have um i've heard it suggested just ind independently by many different people where you always think that this is your last year as in not that you're going to quit it's that you know the algorithm's going to turn or um or just you know, people are not going to like your content, or you're going to make some error, and it's going to destroy your career. And so yeah. ev every moment I'm sitting there, like, man, this is could be my last year. Fuck getting a dog. Fuck fuck getting a relationship. You know, not to the extent fuck my family exactly, but I mean, I'm like, sure, family maybe not as big a priority as it would have been in years past. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, n next year will be the year where I bother with that stuff, and then like a year past. Well, next year, next year, I'm worried that I'm gonna. <laughs> We're always going to be successful and never going to get that other stuff um, in my life. But it's just, um, I want to make the most of this while I can. And, uh, you know, I, I'm not, I, I have a lot of confidence in myself and my ability to stick around forever. Um, maybe you do because um, you've got a support network or whatever that's telling you that you're amazing in, in real life or whatever. But I don't really have that stuff. Um, I've you're amazing. You're amazing, man. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but uh, like, I, I, do, like, I do. your community, like, no joke, your community is so crazy, like, good. Like, it seems like such a good place to be in, and like, everyone seems to love your stuff. So, I totally get where you're coming from, but at the same time, like, dude, you you could have an extra day off every now and then. And I think at the end of the day, like, your fans and viewers would actually yeah, want that for you. I, I don't know what I do with myself though. Like, I just I just enjoy making yeah. stuff. And it's just it's just so satisfying. Um, watching the numbers awesome. go up and uh, you know yeah. just see, seeing myself climbing and uh, as I say I've I've lived because how old are you now? Um, I'm 27. How old are you? I'm 29. So okay, yeah. there's not much of a difference there. But I mean I, I've I've lived a life before making content and it just was boring. I mean yeah. I, I go back to thinking about grinding World of Warcraft achievements for all day after school and shit. Like that was a terrible waste of time. Um, and we all did we all did it. So yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's funny. Um, Whenever I uh, the conversation comes up on different uh, channels I'm watching, and someone asks like, "Oh, what what game do you have the most hours in?" World of Warcraft is mentioned by the vast majority of people. Did you play WoW back in the day? I actually, funnily enough, played old school RuneScape, and then all my mates. There was like probably a lot. You know, in school, everyone's playing it. WoW comes out. Everyone's like, "This is the better game," and I didn't switch. Like I was a late adopter. And I went, and then some of my friends just disappeared, man. Like, it was like, we were nerds on RuneScape. Like, we played it a lot. But World of Warcraft was, like, too fun. It was like, the game was too good. And it would, like, absorb my friends. And I remember <laughs> one of my mate's mums was like, can you come over and tell Joseph to get off World of Warcraft? And I went over, and he was in the middle of, like, a raid. And I was like, man, your mum's, like, got me to come over. you got to come outside. Like, let's go for a play, kick a soccer ball around or something. And he was like, oh, all right, I'll tell them I had a power failure. So he pulled his computer out of the socket so his clan wouldn't get angry because he was, like, tanking or healing or something. And then they looked up where he lived and determined there was no power failure and kicked him out of the clan. No and I was way. Just like, and I was like, I'm not playing this game. Like, this is fucking cooked. Like, yeah. This is this is too addictive. This is too much. It's like a new life type thing. So The 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 sunken yeah. cost fallacy or whatever where, where <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's like when if, if you're the more time you invest, you're like, well, I can't quit now. All that time is completely pointless. I, I was sucked into that for many, many years. I would quit and I'd go, but if if I keep, if I stay away from the game, then all that time I spent in the game was completely pointless. I would keep coming back. Uh, I had a friend who would, um, his parents didn't let him have, have, have internet at home. I don't know if it was a religious thing, I'm not sure. But he would go over to my other friend's house every single day to play World of Warcraft for like eight hours. I understand what you're saying with... Uh, um, this is next the, level, man. The weird links yeah. that people go to, yeah. But so even even today, did you hear that um, the newest WoW expansion was um, like the fastest selling 
expansion for WoW or something. Um, just the sense of progression, like those little endorphin hits, like, sorry, not endorphin. Endorphin, my apologies. Yeah, hits like along the way, like you get a new level or you get a new boss, and there's just those tiny little rewards that you like grind for. Like you kill orcs for a while, or you kill something, and then you get that little thing, and it's just like that cycle is so addictive. I think. But it, but it's it's that it's still around. World of Warcraft after how many, it must be fifteen years or something. It's insane. I, I um, still have an old school RuneScape account that I play casually, and it's really? got like massive player base. Yeah. Did you ever quit? Or yeah, like my old account got deleted, and I just sort of yeah play a bit for fun now on the side, but. I, I watch um uh, Sir Puggers and stuff. You do you watch oh, any landscape? Yeah. yeah, not in a minute, but yeah, I know him. Oh yeah, I, I've I've because uh, the, the videos got recommended to me. I I love videos even about games that I don't play. Um, people who are passionate explaining mm. detailed stuff about how games work, all these cool feats in games, and uh, the RuneScape, RuneScape stuff got recommended to me uh, a little while back. So I do know a little bit about it. Although I did play, you know, I was in high school for a little bit, but yeah, um, that's yeah. kind of where I know of RuneScape from, the the the, the insane amounts of bots in the game and um, how the economy of RuneScape works and stuff. Very interesting stuff. The Venezuelans who like work in yeah, RuneScape, like chop wood or whatever on their bots so they can sell them currency for like US dollars, which is mm. like way bigger than the average wage. Crazy. Yeah, um, nuts. But yeah, uh, what did you do before YouTube and live streaming and such? Um, I've always been really into gaming, but I, well, I, did, I, studied, I studied an accounting degree and I was mostly just playing like soccer for the uni and having a lot of fun through there. And then I got a job in finance and for the first like few weeks I was in a suit for the first time and I was feeling like great. And then like kind of like what you were saying before, like I was just like this can't be my life. Like I was in this office and everyone was stressed and like depressed and just like seeing who could work. I don't know. The whole thing was just like I was like, man, I'm just going to go back to hospitality. Like this is not who I am. But during the whole uni uh, cycle, I started the channel. And then when I started to feel like that, YouTube started to sort of take off a little bit. And I think it was about 100,000 subscribers that I was like, maybe 150. I was like, no, I'm going full time. Hmm. And I just I just love it, man. Like I love making content. I love making videos and I'm streaming more. I love streaming. So like, like I just, yeah, so much more passionate about my work now. Yeah. So I, I think it was for me, yeah. Accounting doesn't seem particularly fun but uh it's, it's i guess for most people in accounting it's one of those things where um you know you make the money so you can do other stuff um in your spare time i'm gonna uh, sound fun. like such a math nerd but like there's something no, i'm not, I'm not going to praise accounting too much but it, like when you get into it like i was actually really interested in it but then mm. in practice i'd get a job and i would just spend all day like auditing our own clients and it was just like you do like 40 a day and it was just like I don't know. It was like one of the scenes from a movies where you like walk in, you like make a coffee and it's like, morning, Jeff. You're like, hey. And then you like sit down and then you're like, and it was like, go home. And I was like, Groundhog Day stuff. I was like, fuck this. Monotonous, you know, not much changes. So what degree do you have then? Just a straight accounting degree I've got. Oh, no. So it's a three, four year degree or whatever. Yeah, it was like three three years. I took four years to do it because I went over to Europe with some mates and just like economics, lots of maths, and then heaps of just, yeah, accounting stuff. So so you were making videos while doing this job and it just happened to take off? Um, towards the end, yeah, like towards the end of my degree. And I was also, I was, I was working while I studied because, yeah, had to pay like rent and stuff. And I just so happened to work at the firm that I went on full time at, so. 
Yeah, I I kind of uh, wish I was uh, that successful when I kind of uh, threw my loss in with uh, doing the online. Yeah, so tell stuff. me, tell me your story. I want to know, just like in a nutshell, from from you graduate college or whatever. Where where what happened? Uh it's 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 almost like how far do you want to go back? Because like I was making videos 2013 about oh, wow. religion, philosophy, society, and stuff. Basically, I I worked repairing hearing aids and uh, okay. hearing devices. And I would sit there and I, like, when you diagnose the device, you listen to it once and go, okay, that's the problem. And you start going about to fix it. It might take 20, 25 minutes to fix this thing or replace whatever parts or clean it or whatever. And so during that time, I would listen to um, audio debates, podcasts and all this stuff. And I would begin to have ideas about how life works. And uh, I, I eventually came home and I just made a YouTube video. No idea what possessed me to do this, talking about something, and I got a little feedback, and I was like, well, that's, that's pretty cool, I like this idea, getting feedback from my ideas, so I just kept doing it, and I, at my peak on this channel, I had like a thousand, uh, like, views a video or something, nothing, yeah. basically. Then I quit this job, and I went to get a psych degree, and during making my psych degree, I kept making this content, but then when I got to the end of um, my degree, I'm like, I don't, what am I going to do now? Where, where, where am I going to go? I don't have, uh, I, am I just going to start filling out resumes, try to find a job or something? But it was at the end of this degree that um, I, I had become a partner on Twitch because I, throughout my degree, I started making gaming content as well. Again, mm. I cannot for life me remember what possessed me to do this, but I started doing it. I think because I, 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 I enjoyed watching speedrunners and um, uh, other content creators on Twitch. Yeah. I, I learned of Twitch through Hearthstone tournaments, probably some YouTube probably advertised it, I don't know. Um, but I, but I, even, I became a partner, so I probably had like 10,000 followers or something. And I was like, maybe I can make something of this. So I have a YouTube channel that's barely existence because I the, the, I get a thousand views a video or whatever at best. Um, I make a gaming YouTube channel that has basically nothing on it. But I have 10,000 followers on Twitch. I'm, I'm a partner and I just roll with it and it eventually snowballs into where I am now. Um, but it was like looking back at it, amazingly dumb. Um, all, all I know now about how unlikely it was to succeed, um, like I, if, if, I, if, I met amazing, a per, yeah. if I met a person in my circumstances and they asked me, do you think I should, you know, go out on the limb and stream every day and try to make it? I would say, no, you're fucking crazy. It's never going to happen. That's uh, just the story. I reckon that's the story of everyone who tries to do some like internet career. Like, should you ever, is it the wise choice to go for it? Probably not. Like, it's not, nothing's like really guaranteed. Like, of course you should try and like, you should definitely like have a crack if that's something you want to do. But like, nothing's guaranteed. Like, you are taking a bit of a gamble with how that goes. I, I like, fortunately, I, I had yeah. a bit of money um, because yeah. I, I didn't do much with my life and I, um, I'd been working, you know, full time or whatever for so long. So it wasn't like I was risking destitution by having a crack mm. at this. Um, I, I could have spent a year, year and a half or something without making a single dime and uh, still... Um, you so know, not right. being destitute yeah. by the end of it. Uh, but at the same time, like, uh, if I could, if again, if I found a person in my circumstance, I'd be like, look, just keep throwing out your resumes at people, get a normal job, because uh, the odds you're side. succeeding are so low. Yeah. But what what got me to where I am now is two different things. One was my facts and glitches series, which. Um, I was so lacking confidence in myself and I didn't even have a YouTube channel really that I pitched the idea of um, giving my speedrunner knowledge to other larger uh, GTA channels. I yeah. said to them, look, if you promote my Twitch channel, I'll make these videos for you. And uh, I got responses of no from three and three didn't get back to me. But then I made the video myself. 
um, my first yeah. facts and glitch video. And I was so depressed that day, um, whether it was because I wasn't doing very well on my Twitch or whatever, wasn't seeing the growth that I wanted, whatever it was. Um, but I barely made the video. Like uh, it, it ended up being seven minutes or something, but it ended up blowing yeah. up to a million views or something. And oh, then um, when my, and then I made pacifist the, how do you yeah. get through GTA five without killing anyone or whatever. I made that a few months later and that also blew up my channel and, and the rest is kind of history. But it's, uh, it's funny that I never played GTA before GTA five. Um, the only reason I ended up playing it was because I happened to see a person named Whitwick's speed running it. That's um, crazy. And I, 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 I always would have thought that you'd be just like playing GTA all the time, but that's, yeah. yeah. it's what people suspect that I was a GTA fanatic and that's what got me into this. But um, even now, um, I see my love of GTA less that I love, you know, Rockstar or the GTA franchise and more just that I, I love it because I've played it for so long. I know so much yeah. about it and just it has such, such a nice familiar feel to it. I don't think GTA 5 is the best game of all time. I think it's a really good game, but uh, like I prefer Dark Souls. Um, I in, in, a, in a ideal world, I would be a Dark Souls content creator or something, but uh, um, just because I've, I, I, just, I just love GTA 5 because I've stuck with it for so long and I love the speed run. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's kind of my history, I suppose. Uh, weird no, as really, it is. That's no, cool, man. It's so interesting how hearing how everyone gets into it. Yeah, so, um, certainly. I I like yeah. hearing from the really, really old content creators. Like when when I got going, there was at least knowledge that there was a path to success. There were already people making a living doing yeah, live yeah, streaming like, and YouTube you and stuff. Somewhere. Yeah, but but the the other people like the the soda poppins, the destinies, or whatever the. The people who got into live streaming, you know, 10 plus years ago when, or even YouTube back then when no one was making any money. And, Crazy to think about. And and some some of these people dedicating that much time to something that no one even thought was a viable career. Um, now that takes balls or insanity. Takes a lot of balls. <laughs> you know? Just insane, man. Oh, it's like, I, I don't know how you do it. Like, um, yeah, I haven't talked to too many people about their sort of career, the, the ways they've got into it, but everyone has such a different story, I feel. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. not especially because it's not. It maybe these days it's a path that you can directly choose or one that seems feasible. At least because I, so many people have done it. But back then, it, yeah, it it just seemed so crazy the idea of people making money live streaming on YouTube with ads and shit. What the what the fuck are people doing? It's um, it's crazy, isn't it? Like you you start doing like YouTube as a hobby and then or maybe as to just for fun or whatever. And then it reaches a point where it's like you're working full time or you're studying full time and you're making content full time. And like you can do it for a while and then you get to a point where you're like, the content has to start making money. Like not that you ever start it for the money, but you're like, I've got to pay rent. I've got to buy mm. groceries and I'm spending all my time doing this channel. Like I can't, I've got to either work or do the channel. And that, I think that's the difficult the difficult one for most people. Whereas yeah, like so yours was more of just like a full send from from university. Yeah. Um, That's cool. I was, I was going to ask you before, um, your friends, why haven't they um, made their own channels or attempted to branch off or um, you build their own online presence? Because we talked about collaboration before. Um, yeah. Um, one, one has. So Stealth Carbo's got a YouTube channel that he's recently started and he's making great content over there. But the others just all have like other careers. Like they love gaming, but... They just don't like. I think you've really got to love making content because you are going to be spending, you know, fifteen hours editing in a row sometimes and staying up all night to get a thing out. Like you've got to really love it, or it's not a dream job. And I think they kind of just recognize that they love gaming and they love being a part of videos, 
but making content is like a whole other thing altogether. True. Yeah. 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 I, I sometimes so, forget that, that this isn't something that everyone would want to do. Um, yeah. Dude, like on Sunday night, like, I mean, I say that I'm like, I think it feels chill to me because I love it. But on Sunday night, I think I started on Sunday, I work, started working at about 9am. So much went wrong. So much editing, recording, it went through. I worked straight through till 7am. So that's yeah. like 10 and you will do this all the time as well. That's like, yeah. you're talking like almost like 20 hours straight of work. And I just had a quick dinner break and some coffees. And it's like, it didn't, it felt okay because I'm used to it. And I, I was so satisfying getting that video done. But it's like, a lot of people won't, don't want to do that. Like, you know, if you don't enjoy it, that would be really hard. Yeah, I guess so. And, and also, yeah. of course, then the the risk involved with, is it going to take off? Am I going to dedicate all this time and, and nothing going to come for it? Because obviously a, a traditional career, you can see your future ahead of you. Um, you know, mm. you've like if you've got an accounting job or whatever, you can see oh, I'm going to go from here to here to here to here to here or whatever. Yeah. Your, your job has some security. In this career, even when you're extremely successful, you don't know exactly where you're going to be next year or the year yeah. after. No, totally. it's, 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 not, it's not even really tested how long you can have a career in YouTube or, or live stream or whatever. The, the people with the longest careers now are, what, 10, 15 years or something. They're, they're people who've been accountants for, you know, 50 years or whatever. It's, uh, it's going to be interesting Under what the future is going to hold. Um, I'm so fascinated by this whole world. Like you see the TikTokers coming up at the moment, you think like, mm. oh, they've got no, you might, you know, they've, they've been memed a lot for their just like stupid dances or whatever. But then you go to their YouTube channel and they'll have like 20 million subscribers and be pulling like 5 million views a video. And it's just like, what the fuck? Like normally someone pulling 5 million views a video has been around for years. So you start to see that new generation just come up through YouTube and like, it'll be interesting to see, like, will they supersede the current creators or, like, how will that all play out? It's pretty fascinating, really. You, YouTube or content creation in general is just so large now. It's impossible to know everyone. Like, mm. I, I remember as small as Twitch was. Um, like, so Twitch is very small by comparison to all these platforms. Like, two years yeah. ago, I think I could have told you every major creator. Like, mm. I was just that much in the know. Um but these days, like someone says to me like a couple of weeks ago, like, oh, you heard of Tommy Innit? I'm like, Tommy Innit? What? Who, who is this? He's a 16-year-old Minecrafter who gets like half a million views every time he lives. He's like, who the fuck is that? I know, man. And it's like, he's just just killing it, doing his Minecraft thing. And you just know, like it happens all the time. Like something will pop up and I click a channel and it'll be like a GTA YouTuber with like 3 million subscribers that I've never heard of. Yeah. I'm just like, what the fuck? And they're just killing it. They've got a great community, great views. Like... Just chilling, and you've just, I've just never come across them. And you're right; they're, they're just such a deep pool, isn't it? Especially when when they're that young, it seems even mm. more crazy. Or like, can can you imagine being that successful at 16 years old? What would you do with that success? How would that change you as a person? Um, like Probably I, just get, I get I bitches. Got... <laughs> <laughs> My Minecraft content pulls half a million views. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess that would. Do be you want to go to the prom with me? Your yeah, thoughts? No. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. I, I got successful. To a significant degree, you know, at least twenty-seven or whatever. Yeah. Like uh, that—that's. I feel like I have a few more years under my belt, and I can kind of handle that more. But mm. that much attention at sixteen, I think it would just destroy me. You know. Um, you look at the call me Carson situation. Like yeah. he was so famous, so young. And like you can comment on that what you will. Like obviously fucked up, but like people are taking it a bit out of proportion, in my opinion. But um. Like, he was just like a 19-year-old or an 18-year-old with so much fame, like, messaging a 16-year-old. Like, that's two years of, like, he wouldn't probably have, like, been ready to, like, be like, oh, this could really affect me. Do you know what I mean? Like, he just didn't have that judgment call there's, to make. There's certainly a lot of avenues to look at it at, and mm. I do think it has been blown out of proportion. Maybe, maybe it's different for us because that kind of thing would be actually legal here. Um, but in, True. 
in in uh, other countries or whatever, the, the just just the question of illegality is enough for people to go, ah, oh, nah, I'm washing my hands and this is fucking fucked up. Oh, totally, yeah. I guess that's what you got to have front of mind as well, especially having the pictures. Like it gets pretty. I don't know. I feel bad for him. I think he's in a he was in a tough place. And yeah, I I was like, more right. in in. When it was just the one girl, he was nineteen. Mm. He uh, it was he was nineteen. She was seventeen. I was like, you know, this is just stuff that happens in high school all the time. Then when it mm. became more people, it, it it turned away from like two people of sincere interest potentially sharing pictures, and more that Carlson might have been potentially just using his fame to get n- naked pictures of people, and that mm. seems more fucked up. Um, yeah, again, true. he's still very young, and but at the same time, like that that does seem like something that. Uh, because he admitted that he, he he didn't think it was right, but it's just again, it, it's just so just fucking young, <laughs> so young to get so famous. I'd yep. love to hear like I, before I would ever judge the situation at all. Like I'd honestly have to talk to Carson or at least hear from Carson. Like I just feel like until you've heard both sides, you just I personally just can't make a call. But it he, just highlights he, that whole thing of young fame, doesn't he's it? He's vanished hard. as yeah. far as I'm aware. And as I was saying oh, before, no. yeah. um, in general, when these kind of things come out, you should just vanish. I mean, like, regardless of whether you're innocent or guilty, um, if you vanish, it'll all just eventually blow over. I believe he's lost like 300,000 subscribers on his YouTube channel. Like, he's lost like 10% or oh, something. Shit. Um, but I mean, that's it's all slowing down. And, you know, he'll come back in six months. And certainly most of his fans won't give a shit. Yeah, true. You know? It's just the, the way of content, I suppose. Um, yeah, this is just the soon as like it's underage sex or nudes, it's just like, it's such a red flag. Like, yeah. it's just like, it's going to screw you. Like there's some things that you just like, you can make an edgy joke and just bounce back straight away. But there's just some things that, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I, I made, I made a ramble about it before the, 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 per- I, guess I, I can kind of repeat kind of some of it here, but it's the, the I didn't point- watch that one. How was it? How was it received by your community? Oh, it like? hasn't come out yet. I don't think because oh, okay, yeah. I've, I've, since the dream thing, I'm just going to continue to comment on drama. Like I did before where it comes out weeks later and no one gives, gives a shit except my fans, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want people, to give me that much attention again, uh, at least yeah. not too soon. But uh, like, because I, I, age of consent laws, what they're meant to do is um, attempts to prevent exploitation. There is certain ages that people can be where it just we can just adamantly say because um, when we talk about consent, often impl- implicit in that is, is the idea of informed consent. You can't give consent unless you're actually informed about what you're consenting to. And a mm. person who is very young, it is impossible for them to give informed consent. It, we, we would, as a society, say your brain is not developed enough, you don't have enough life experience to be able to assess yeah. um, what you're actually consenting to, whether it be sex, sending nudes, whatever that is. You can't understand the implications, therefore you can't consent. So any relationship, let's say with a person 14, 15, whatever it is, um, immediately society says no and justifiably so. But when they get older, different people will agree, well, can you understand the implications of sending nudes at 16, at 17, 18? It's why the age of consent laws differ between these countries because we don't all agree um, who can give informed consent, who can actually understand what's going on. And when there's a huge age range between the participants in these matters, it, it becomes more likely that exploitation is taking place, that one person has more information um, and is using that information, um, greater knowledge, uh, greater development, whatever, to exploit the other person. But when when yeah. people are, even, even when people are underage, when they have a similar age, let's say they're both 17 or whatever, or they're both 15 or whatever, um, both people either can't give informed consent or at least running off the same level of information. So the odds of there being exploitation there, where a person is 
you know, more developed or more knowledgeable, and they're using that knowledge to exploit the other person, the odds of that is far, far lower. So that's why, that's why it becomes very murky when you get closer to these uh, age of the, the age of consent in your society, and and the range of uh, age between the two participants is so small. Um, it's 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 a lot harder to say immediately there's exploitation going on here. Like if you had a 21 year old having a de- having a relationship, sexual or otherwise, with a 15 year old, you'd go, well, obviously there's significant information difference there, and that 15 year old can't give informed consent. But a 17 year old and a 19 year old, is there is there such a difference in information here, is uh, of understanding of what's going on that one person can't give informed consent, or that, at the very least, um, that that one has more information than the other? It becomes a lot more murky and. I, I, illegality, because as I, as I say, it, it shouldn't matter what bit of dirt you're born on um, or what bit of dirt this, where this thing happens. It should be wrong or not, irrespective of the dirt. Simply appealing to, well, this is what the age of consent is on this bit of dirt. It doesn't fucking matter. If, if, if it's wrong on that bit of dirt, it should be wrong on this bit of dirt. Um, and and um, in my mind, um, when it was just the one instance of two people sharing nudes that I thought was a sincere interest, like Carlson wanted uh, to date this girl and she wanted to date him, that that was fine to me. It became an issue to me of potential exploitation when Carlson was doing this with many, many girls. It seemed then that that she was consenting to share nudes with the idea that this was going to lead to some relationship, while Carlson was effectively sharing nudes with the knowledge that, oh, you know, fuck it, I'm just gonna move to the next chick, but I'm gonna get some nudes out of this. You know, um, yeah, he, 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 like she, what was she? She was potentially consenting to was not what she was actually consenting to, which is giving her nudes to potentially a collection for Carlson. Um, but then yeah. again, it, it really depends on how many times this occurred, um, over what time periods and stuff. It's a murky situation. I I, I don't think it's, it's as down. clear cut as Carlson definitely used his position of power to exploit women or something. But it is certainly a, a bad situation. <laughs> you know. I, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy that he's like his mates and stuff have just decided. Look, we can't. We don't want to associate it with it. But I can understand their frustrations because they probably thought it was one, and they were talking with him. And you know, I, I watched some Jay Schlatt stuff, and I don't know. It's because it's messy. he lied to them. He, he lied yeah. to them what he was doing, and 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 certainly they've seen more information than we have, and that they're yeah. willing to say we want no part of this. That makes you think. Well, what what is behind the scenes that we're it's not seeing? Telling. You know. I also think the ages as well, like the age between, like you were saying, 27 and 29. I don't think I'm going to be that different at 29, whereas the age between 14 and 16 or 16 and 18, even 18 and 20, like they have huge years of your life. Like you're literally growing, you know, you're going from being a student living at home to living out of home in some of those years. And like it's a big, there's a big mental and maturity gap in those years as well. So that, I that, think that's, that's the yeah. question of, of how much credence do you want to give to that, those years? It's because it's not obvious. Yeah, um, it's hard. It, I guess we just don't know. No. Yeah. Um, you mind if we get some water? I didn't grab some before this. Mate, I would fucking love you to get some water. That's like... I guess I'll just talk for a bit. Good to see you, Dark Viper community. I'm sure he'll edit this out if Funny he enough. Okay, you're back. Um, Good. That was the next question I was going to ask you. Where does the hydration meme come from? Um, the hydration meme. I well, one, I just drink a weird amount of water. Like I've had, I went to the doctor about it, and like, there's nothing wrong with me because it's just so weird. But I drink liters a day, and I just thought it was like, so it's, I've always just drunk like this bottle. I'll just this is like over a liter, I think, or a liter, and I just drink it like five plus times a day. 
Really? It's, it's weird, man. Like, I don't know. Like, I thought I was diabetic for a little bit, but apparently everything's fine. And sort of stemmed off that, I suppose. Plus, it's just a good, like, wholesome meme. It started as a meme, and then I probably killed the meme. And then it, like, went full circle, and now it's no longer, like, a joke, even though it kind of is a joke. It's actually just, like, part of my brand now, I guess, part of the community. Yeah, ab- absolutely. It's one of the first things yeah. that I knew about you that you are really interested in water. Do you yeah. find uh, offensive how much Pepsi Max I drink? <laughs> I don't. I mean, <laughs> I will actively encourage you to put down the Pepsi and start drinking that, you know, God's nectar, but it's your life, bro. I have at multiple times in my life um, attempted to quit drinking soft drink. Um, it, it, like even at one point it was for concerns of my teeth, just staining them more brown. Um, not that my teeth are particularly discolored right now, but uh, certainly it was a concern. I, I moved to Sprite's. I moved to soda waters and stuff. None yeah. of it stuck. It's just none of it tickled. Yeah, and true. and then when I um got used to uh because like, I get stressed making content and stuff, and I need just need the thing that makes me comfortable, you know. And so I drink soft drink. I think where it started was uh I used to work at Coles, and I would go home of a Friday night or whatever, and I'd grab myself a um, a Coke um and a pizza, and I would just drink that. And uh, so when whenever. Um, the, the times of peace, the times of relaxation, getting off work, I've begun to associate that with soft drink. And uh, maybe that association exists to this day, you know? It's just the it's, thing that I'm comfortable doing. It's all right to like, not every single aspect of your life has to be like a fucking carrot, you know what I mean? Like, it's good to be healthy and stuff, but you've got to have a few vices. Hey, man, do you mind if... I'm just going to talk to the bathroom. Do you mind if we quickly pause it there just for a sec? Go nuts. You don't, you don't feel bad potentially are burning the bridge with Carlson? Oh, Carlson, sorry. <laughs> Look, I like I said, I just hope he's all right. Like, I'm sure he's in a bad mental space. And it's an interesting topic of conversation just because we were talking about young fame. But honestly, I just hope he's all right, man. Like, we can, I just find with YouTube drama, it'll be like the initial blow will come this way. And then, like, someone will blow back. And then it'll be like, everyone's like, oh, this person's right. Then, like, this person releases an exposed video. And it's like, Mm. this person's right. Then this person tweets. And it's just like this endless kind of cycle. And I think, it's, it just makes it really hard to comment. It's just almost like whoever can better represent themselves. Like he maybe doesn't feel comfortable doing like a video that would really help his brand or maybe you're right, maybe he just burrows under. But like at the end of the day, he's just a person and he seems like a nice guy. I just hope he's all right. Yeah, hearing about his, um, uh, he was having de- depressed, potentially suicidal and all that stuff. And uh, it, it kind of brings back to how much it would fuck you up being that successful that quickly at that age. Um, yeah, hopefully nothing too terrible comes out of this situation for anyone involved. Dude, um, the guy was probably just a little horny. Some girls were hitting him up. He just messaged a few girls. Things like got a little carried away. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm not going to... There's so many different ways to look at this, but... Exactly. You know, I, just, I just hope he's all right. The, the, the thing that makes me step back now is just because how quickly his friends distanced from him. Like, what haven't we seen? You know, it's it, it's kind of like what uh, I, yeah. I shouldn't be making two absolute statements on such a topic like this because that's kind of the mistake I made with the dream situation. Um, yeah. You know, dream machine in Minecraft. I, I felt like I came out too hard, too fast on that before letting the dust settle and learning more about what was going on. Um, I, I kind of want to learn from that experience and try to treat. Uh, each of these drama situations with the ambiguity or accept the ambiguity that exists and kind of yeah. tackle it tackle it from as many angles as possible um, it, but but drama yeah. is so it's always so interesting like it's, it's really just, interesting and 
you know, it's, it's the community that we're both in. I think it's fine to talk about, but... Oh, absolutely. It's You're always yeah. risking, though, burning bridges. It's just what I, I was just talking about there. Like, you yeah. you don't mind talking about other the drama of other YouTubers, other Twitch streamers. You don't think it's going to hurt your brand or hurt your ability to collab in the future. I suppose you don't do much collaborations anyway, but, you know. Ah, uh, well, I mean, if I was Carson and I'd heard what we said, I don't think... I don't think we've said anything unreasonable. No, like, yeah, you know, so. I think he, I think he'd watch this and be like, "Look, they're talking about what's happened and they're giving me respect." And like, we're saying that you know we don't know everything. We hope he's okay. Like, mm-hmm. I think we both said we'd like to hear his side of the story. Like, Absolutely. So, I mean, if I was if this was drama about me and I'd watch this, I wouldn't I wouldn't be offended. But what, you know, people you, are going to get offended, man. Like, because because the other big drama that's kind of still going on, but kind of died down. What What did you think about the dream thing? You think you cheated? I, well, I looked into it a little bit. Like, I just just don't know about the like the proof. Like, I don't like I'm not a statistic expert. Like, so I'm just relying on a bunch of other statistics experts. He's pretty adamant that he didn't cheat. He seems like well, I look. I just don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, what was your? I actually haven't been able to gauge your final sort of <laughs> thoughts. I I eventually said that um after. Because I end up talking with yeah, people yeah. involved in, in behind the scenes within the Discord and stuff. And I eventually came to the conclusion that it seems, especially after talking more about the statistics, talking about people breaking it down more simply so I can understand it, um, it seems most likely that Dream just got really frustrated with the RNG in the runs and he just made a mistake. He got The frustration took over him and when he got found out, he was in a situation where like, I don't want this to define the rest of my life. Um, yeah, like because the people were talking about he seems like a nice guy. Um, he makes great content, but he didn't want this mistake to define his life. So he's just defending himself to the ends of the earth. Because at the end of the day, whether or not Dream cheated does not impact the world. If tomorrow everyone just said, "Well, Dream didn't cheat," nothing really changes. Um, yeah. Except maybe for Dream. Um, if everyone said, you know, he definitely cheated, nothing really changes except maybe for Dream. I'm sure that's what it's like in Dream's head. It's like, look, I made a mistake. Let's not ruin me for the rest of time based on this. And so that's why he's come out so passionately in his, his defense. Because as I was d- discussing in, in the, the, the Minecraft Discord, every reason he had to do this is stupid. Mm. It's just, like, have you, have you watched Minecraft speedruns? Yeah, I've seen it, yeah. I'm watching this guy, guy Dowski these days. And yeah. I get frustrated watching him play. Where I'm like, are you serious? All that good RNG leading to that one bit uh, bad of RNG and you got to start again? Fuck this shit. And I couldn't imagine what it'd be like for, yeah, if you've got 100,000 people watching you and you know every time you reset, you're effectively wasting their time or whatever and they're all eager to see you succeed. I, I, th- I think that could just go to a person's head and they could just be like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to increase my likelihood of getting the good RNG. The skill's still the same. But, but it, it's, it's not the case. Like when, when, you, yeah. when you have low RNG for something, you're, the skills you have to implement uh, change because the, the the pressure on you when you finally get that good RNG is so monumental. Like this this is my yeah. chance, this is my time. But if you have some confidence that your RNG is pretty good and you're gonna get multiple runs like that, you, you're not, not as, as pressured. You're, you're like, well, you know, I fuck up this time, I'll get it next time because I'm gonna get that same RNG. Um, but but I'm, I'm, I'm sure that in Dream's head, he was just like, I'm just removing your RNG and making it just skill. And 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 which, which I could justify him so to himself. If, but if he cheated, he was, I guess. Oh yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like, it's, it's, the question yeah. is always if. But I, I am of the position. It's most more likely that he cheated than not at this point. Yeah, um, okay, that, well, that's fair. 
Yeah, but, but, but as I say to people though, it doesn't super impact your life. No one really needs to make a decision on this issue. It's not an issue of, of politics or society or your own personal well-being or something. Whether or not dream cheated doesn't matter. It's mm. the only reason you'd really look into it deeply is if you're entertained by the drama. Um, of all the things, the long list of things you could look into and gain additional knowledge about that would have some benefit to your well-being. Dream cheat, whether dream cheated is not even on that list. You mm. know, it's it's entertainment. Oh, it's things to pass the time, not need to know information, you know? So I respect your position of, I don't know, that's, that's a completely fine position for you to have. I don't know. Like, literally, I just don't know. Like, I don't, like, I don't really know, like, know Dream that well. Like, I mean, he seems like I've seen some of his crazy clips that he does on Minecraft and it's insanely cool to watch. Mm. And I actually, I caught a couple of series, like, just during the whole drama. I watched some of his videos. They're actually really good. Like, he makes, it's a very cool idea. His friends chase him. He does these amazing skills. And that's kind of like my extent of dream. So I feel like I'm in no position to that, comment. That really. sentiment, he makes great yeah. content, was actually tweeted out by the person who made, you know, that made the video Dream Exposed, whatever, the original video yeah. Geo. He actually yeah. tweeted like a couple of days ago, you know, Dream makes really good content. Like, irrespective of anything, it's really good, the stuff that he makes. But, like um, you said, it probably just helped Dream. Everyone's like, I wonder what like Dream's like. And they watch his videos. And they're like, oh, that shit's actually pretty good. It would <laughs> so be this whole drama's just like fueled him. It would be interesting to look at the numbers to see if he did end up gaining. Um, but certainly within the. Sp- the speedrunning community, his reputation is not good. Yeah, okay. Speedrunners fucking hate cheaters. Um, and especially because we all know in the back of our minds, like, oh, man, so it's hard to catch these people these days, man. Anyone could be a cheater. It sucks when a person gets a world record and your first thought isn't always, I'm so excited for you. It's, I wonder if they cheated. Yeah, do they cheat? <laughs> yeah, that's super frustrating. That's uh, terrible for your thing you're yeah. passionate about, your hobby, you know. But, um, Definitely. So Definitely. why did you pick the content that you make? Because you've got... A, a wide variety of games that you play. Is, is this, are you selecting games because they will do well in the algorithm or is these just fun games that you think you can make good good content out of? Like, do you play other games that just don't make it into content? Um, yeah, I do, I do play other games. I I just sort of like, I, well, I started on Battlefield 1 and I just like made 100 Battlefield 1 videos probably and that was it. That was my thing. And then I just got to a point where I still love Battlefield but I just made every video I could think of. Like it started to feel repetitive in content and what I was doing. So I just branched, branched out into like open world games and started doing like storylines and having fun with that. And like sometimes I pick a game because I think it'll do well, like, but only if I also think it'll make good content. Like Cyberpunks and it was a no-brainer. I was Of course, I was going to make a Cyberpunk video. But then I've gone and done like series on Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas, that I seriously didn't think would do well. And some of them got over a million and I was pretty surprised. We really love San Andreas. Like really love that game Man, to this day. If, like it maybe going back and playing it now isn't I I I would think it is, but I can understand why you wouldn't. But when that game came out, it was like it was insane, man. Like nothing had been come close to the scale and what that offered. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I I completely missed all that. Um, I mm. uh, like most of my gaming life. Um, you know, other than when I was really young, Nintendo, GameCube, that kind of stuff. I skipped yep. over the PlayStation stuff when I came to PC, it was like Age of Empires, Warcraft 3. Um, I, I completely missed all the Grand Theft Auto stuff. And yeah, um, yeah. Like, even even going back today with a couple of mods to make it look a little bit better, you know, control a bit better, San Andreas was a really fun game. And Yeah, uh, man. Just cool as well, like being like put in that, you know, gangster world with like hoods and territory and the story. And like it was just like so different and so like open world, hitting the gym, like the three different cities, like – you went from Vice City and GTA 3, which were still really cool games, to just this massive like area that you could explore. And it just 
blew my mind. And graphically for its time, believe it or not, it was really good. So yeah, so so yeah. so I hear. I I, I feel mm. I feel like there's a lot of parts of gaming history that I just completely was ignorant that they existed. Like I missed all of CS:GO and stuff like that. And I, yeah. I hear about all these people who grew up on these games. Like, man, I, I wish I had those experiences instead of I just spending all my fucking time playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, like, you're not the only person who did that. Like, so many of my mates just started playing World of Warcraft, and that was it. Yeah, has, yeah. has your content always been what it is now? Because obviously, I've only re like, recently in your history become aware of you, but I've, I've only watched like something like. I definitely haven't watched your entire catalog. I've watched dozens of your videos, but not the like. Yeah. I haven't gone all the way back to the beginning. Like that's I didn't know you did Battlefield One and all that. Yeah, um, that's fair enough. It's been this. But so has it always been it. this 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 narrative? No real gameplay sounds or whatever. Just this this flowing story of jokes and the story that's um, been told. Well, back in Battlefield, I started doing more tips and tricks and just messing around like as a bit of a hobby and. Then I just started making a few little sarcastic remarks, and I would have like put so much effort into like analyzing a gun or something. And then people would just be like, that joke at the end made me subscribe. And I was like, wait, there's like a lot of people doing the statistic stuff better than me, but people like the joke. So I just kept like, yeah, just turned it into like, it's almost just like well-polished shit posting, I guess. But yeah. man, I like honestly, I feel as if like I started making these videos only like three years ago or whatever it was, four years ago. And I'm just like the same person making those videos. And then suddenly there's just this big subscriber base and big view account, which I'm insanely grateful for. But it's like not not imposter syndrome, but it's kind of just like this is almost hard to believe. Like I almost just don't think about it too much because it's just so weird to me. Like what happened? It's just yeah, yeah, un understandable. Um, I, I'd yeah. say the the style that you have um surely exists somewhere else, but I've never seen it somewhere else. You have such a captivating voice and the, the the way that you enunciate words is all so clear and it flows so well together it's it's really impressive to me um well, thank you man i appreciate do, do that. you the way that you speak is this um the way that you've always spoken uh, or is it like over time you've come to have more of a um a way that you speak in your videos like have you, have you developed over time well obviously like i'm speaking differently to my videos now um but it's just, it's just all happened. Like there was no real, like the only reason I even did post commentary gameplay the first time was because I just couldn't, I just was like at university, I had no money. I was just using a shitty laptop and I just couldn't set it up to have the capabilities to record my voice and play games. So I just did a post commentary and then I stuck to that and then it just developed and how I recorded my voice, I always just sort of did my best and it all just sort of happened. It wasn't really too overly planned. Mm, well, yeah. it's an interesting story, I suppose. Um, yeah, yeah, but you know, does does anyone um, help you make your content? No. Other than your friends, of course, that were in, involved. Oh yeah, like friends in GTA. No, it's just me. Um, on the I've started a second channel where I've got an editor who puts together like the Twitch um, mm. moments for me, and he's really he does a really good job of that. And my girlfriend helps with like TikToks and stuff like that. But in terms of just the, but she's just grabbing parts of the video. It's just just me who puts it together. How yeah, about you? Do you have an editor or anything? I I've got a legion of people who help me. It's okay. the, it's it's one of these things. Um, uh, how how a long legion. ago was it? It was oh, it was exaggeration, of course. Like I mean, a, a year and a half ago, something like that. I what I used to do was I would stream for like six hours or something, and then I would 
get off stream and then use the clips and parts I remembered from the stream or I'd look on my splits to see where I lost time and stuff. Then I'd cobble together the video and throw it up on YouTube. And um, I slowly over time, I got better and better at editing. But I realized that I'm going to go insane doing this every day, all day by myself. And um, especially as I started to go through the entire VOD to find stuff, I would constantly be falling behind. So I reached out to my audience and I said, hey, look, can, can someone help me, help me out here? And yeah. um, I went through dozens upon dozens of people who were just awful like it's like I, whether I have high standards or something like you, you're trying to find someone who's exactly like yourself you're cloned who does things exactly as you do and I, I didn't know what I was doing trying to find people but um, eventually I was about to give up but I found this guy Martin and he wasn't he wasn't perfect because I certainly wasn't perfect but he was good enough that I was like this can work and over time me and Martin you know we've both gotten better and and the system I have right now is where um like I'll do the live stream, I'll send off the footage to to them and they'll um, uh, make something that I that they think I'll like. They'll send it back to me and then I'll open it up in Premiere and I will tinker with things and change everything to my specifications and I'll add my own jokes and stuff and the, the end video will be two people having worked on it, their own ideas and stuff. Um, and, and, and that gets the product that we have today. But, it's, yeah, but cool. this, is, this is for all the Twitch stuff. My videos, the ones that I work on just by myself, um, you know, passwords, facts, and glitches, or the, the, this kind of stuff. There's, there's tons of videos I make myself, like as in like half the videos each month mm. I make by myself. But the other half, um, I only have partial involvement in, whether it's 10% or 60% or something, depending upon the person. But just over time, um, as I continue to put out more and more footage, I've, I've constantly added more people i've got maybe four main editors now but they all do they all do it like part-time kind of stuff like i'll send them footage and then like maybe weeks later they'll have finished processing it and send it back to me i i don't have any strict schedules i, I just kind of work off their schedules uh just as long as they save me time i'm i'm feel like i'm winning here um yeah for sure uh, the the but every once in a while, like um, someone messaged me and say, oh, yeah, I want to edit for you. I'm like, well, yeah, I've got this footage from two years ago when I played Bioshock. Go nuts. Like the, the, I, I, I see my stream footage um, as just if it just sits there and never gets edited, no one's ever going to see it. It's, mm. it's just something that could be converted into money for my benefit and another person's benefit. And as long as the video is good, I'm perfectly happy putting it on my, my channel. Um, yeah, cool. th these days very little gets streamed that doesn't eventually go on the YouTube channel. Um, and, and my ideal situation is where I can stream as much as I want for as long as I want and everything still eventually gets processed and put on the YouTube channel and I, I never fall behind. Um, unlike back in the old days where I would have to stop streaming to catch up on all my editing. Drove me nuts. Um, yeah, I feel you. That's what I want as well. As well. I, did, I found an editor for who's just absolutely fucking amazing like seriously one of the best editors and he's doing the papa pelly vids at the moment mm. but dude the first editors i got well at this company and i won't say who but they sent that some of the stuff they'd send me i was like hey guys just 10 to 15 minutes i'm playing cod with my friends say just some some jokes some good kills like just make it a fun video that people will enjoy watching please and like no joke they'd send me a 40 minute file and the first minute would be like me on my phone and then like one of my friends telling a story about work and the story would be halfway through. And I'd be like, what made you fucking think like this was the good place to start the story? Like, I, like what is going through your head? Like, I don't understand how anyone could think it's, that was it's, good. It's not, it's not just companies. Like I've, I've, become to yeah. I've come to realize that it, the knack of knowing what is good content isn't obvious. 
um, to mm. anyone really. It's like it's, it's mm. a skill you develop over time. Like I would look at myself editing two years ago or something, and I would think this person's shit. I, I like every sure, week yeah. I feel like I get better and better and better at identifying these kind of things. But when I when I first when I first was getting my editors, what I would do is I would um, look at the edit they've sent me, and I would write them pages and pages of just like move this frame here, turn this down, add this choke here, and then eventually I realized that it, it was just much better if uh, they sent me the project file and I worked on and, and made those pages of corrections myself. And just over time, when a person works with you enough, um, they get a feel of your content. They get a feel of what you want. They themselves get better. And so my current main editors. Um, do things within, you know, well, it depends on the answer, but, you know, 80, 90% of exactly what I want. And so the modifications I need to make are very minor these days. But when back mm. in, back in when, we, when we first begun, it was like, <laughs> I'm seeing them moving dozens upon dozens of things, moving stuff out and blah, blah, blah. It's just, it's ultimately editors for me, um, while they certainly bring their own flair and, um, and, and stuff to the video and really does help me that way, the main thing they help me with is just scrubbing through footage. Scrubbing through footage and finding the good shit is so annoying. It is the worst part of editing because it's just mm. so much VOD to have to go through. Um, well, you know, if you stream for seven hours, that's like yeah. kind of at least seven hours plus exactly. <laughs> of like time, right? And, and, and that leads yeah. me to the question for you. How do you make your videos? As in, do you um, have a specific goal in mind with what you're going to record and then that's what you're going to use for your video or are you playing the game and you just go oh you know i could make a funny story out of me playing this part or, or something like how, how how planned is your recording session um it's pretty planned but it, like i like everything to be super organic so like if me and my friends are playing grand theft auto i'll be like let's try and do a heist or something but it's um you know that's super super just organically happens like whatever mm. happens in the heist and then i'll just go through the footage and, you know, sometimes it can be really time consuming. Like if I'm doing a DayZ video, oh my goodness, the amount of footage you have to capture for a DayZ video is insane because there is a lot of just running around and surviving. But a GTA video, we might capture like four, five, six hours footage and then I just go through that and then make notes and then read the, put some mm -hmm. highlights over it. Like the process is pretty lengthy and I, I know that, I guess, I guess everyone has this decision, right? Like when I was ha having that sort of like come up, I was like, the business move here is to make Fortnite and Minecraft content. Like I completely make Fortnite and Minecraft content and I accept that this is a job and I get really great views and that's it. But I was like, you know what? Well, then why wouldn't I just go and be a, a fucking accountant, right? Like do mm. if I'm going to do something I don't want to do. So I just, yeah, play games I actually enjoy and make content from that instead. Do you, do you not enjoy Fortnite or Minecraft at all? I don't mind Minecraft, to be honest. You never enjoyed Fortnite? Uh, my friends and I played it for a little while and it's not like I have anything against it. And I think the live service model, like I wish games I played had that level of support that Epic Games gives Fortnite. But I just kind of like had played it briefly before a building was a thing or anything. And like it was fun, but didn't like captivate me as it has some others. How about I, you? I, I, I played it back in the day. I was even yep. in... Um, Nvidia, uh, two, like two tournaments for it, not because I was good, but because I they just paid me five hundred bucks whatever to go. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, no, I, I still to this day don't know why they paid me that money. I, I sucked, but um, like I, I enjoyed the game to a degree, especially because it was one of the first games that I could play with my viewers. Um, mm. I had a couple of people regulars that I, I could play with, um, and I, I still think of the game fondly. But when I look at it now. And just all these mechs and all this crazy shit. I'm like, that's just too complicated for me, man. I preferred it back when it was just a simple game and you shot some people. But um, uh, it, like, I, I I still think of it, oh, at least those times, fairly fondly. Um, even though I, I I had no intention of ever making that into content. 
Um, yeah, it was just a, my, a chill game. My mates and I had good fun with it. Like when building was so funny when it first came out. Like now you just look at people and it's just like, and they yeah. built like fucking New York, you know, uh, space. And anyway, but like um, when we played it, it was good fun. But now, like, I watched some footage of the World Cup final and it was insane. Like, I don't know how people's brains are working that fast. Like, it is insane the the level of building they do. Wasn't there a sixteen year old who won like a million dollars or something on one of those tournaments? Yeah, booger. <laughs> yeah, like, just it, slide it. It, yeah. it was it was I, I kind of kind of same with Overwatch for me back back when I I played Overwatch when everyone was shit and when no one had figured out the game and it was fun and then when yeah. ranked came in and people figured out the game I was like I'm sick of this shit. Um, I, I guess I just I I like that period when games first came come out when everything isn't solved and there isn't that guy mm. who plays 16 hours a day and for whatever reason in the same lobby as you are and will just immediately crush your face in, you know. Um, 100% man. There's like a there's like a glory period of games. Like the first six months is always just, like they kick on, some do, and have amazing other periods. But that first six months is just so special, especially yeah. for online, yeah, obviously the online. And, and, and Minecraft as well I've played a bit of, but I... I, like, it's, it's, I've never considered myself a very creative person, which is weird considering the job that I have. But mm. when I play Minecraft, um, I run out of stuff to do. I'm like, I, 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 I dig myself a really big hole, make myself a little underground base, and I'm done. I'm like, oh, I beat the game now. <laughs> I have a place. I have a happy place to live. <laughs> this is my life now. Um, I like Minecraft. Like, I do really appreciate it. I played a lot of it with one friend. We actually like. You, like in uni, you used to get high and play Minecraft, and it was so fun, man. <laughs> I imagine <laughs> like we, it would be. And we just play, and the music is like, dun, dun, dun. you're just like sitting there building like your farms and shit. And we played for hours, but um, apart from that, I've never like seshed it heaps and heaps. So. Yeah, it's, it's crazy that it's still around to this day, still receiving support, support, still getting more stuff added. Such a simple game. Um, so it's just like a, like I loved Lego growing up, and I think it's just like. An interactive um, Lego set, really. Like it's mm. a cool concept. So, mm. yeah, definitely. Um, uh, what do you like to do outside of YouTube or social media? Um, so it's such a hard question. Like I'm obviously big into gaming, but I do like I like surfing, just hanging out with my girlfriend, seeing friends. Like big, big into like just getting coffee and stuff. Like going out, trying to get outside and out and about a bit, just because I'm like in this office so much. Surfing, so you yeah. live near the water or? Yeah, I live right on the coast, yeah. Sounds yeah. heavenly. I've always loved the beach, but I haven't been in many, many years. Well, you're always welcome to come crash at mine for a few nights if you want. <laughs> Some, God forbid you have a few days off. Yeah. You can stream, you can stream from my place, man. <laughs> my concept, <laughs> man. man I'll, I'll, I'll get myself a, um, a, a waterproof thing <laughs> attached to my head and I'll make content out of going to the beach or some go, shit. Just go um, to the beach. Oh, dude, you can, straight, you can speed run GTA on my Xbox. It'd be, like, <laughs> it'd be a whole new like, avenue for you. I'm, I'm sure people have been asking for me to do that for a long time, trying to speed run on the consoles, but uh, I can't. <laughs> just log into your Twitch. I can't use a, a controller <laughs> to save my life. Um, oh, I've got the same with mouse, mouse and keyboard. When I, I was just did a preview for Hitman 3, like they gave me early access. Hmm. And I was like, if I have to play this on... Uh, mouse and keyboard i'm f so fucked and then fortunately it had controller support and i was like how bad would it have really been and i tried to use the mouse and keyboard and it would have been the worst video to watch it was just like hitman was just like looking at every which way so like i i can yeah. fully accept that in gta 5 some aspects of it you do receive a benefit from using a controller like i love yeah. that in gta 5 you can switch between controller and mouse and keyboard immediately there is no delay um yeah well so, so i i use the controller for biking parachuting 
um, flying in any mm. helicopter, whatever. But driving, I just never could get behind. Even though there are certain strategies that you can only do on controller um, for driving because you can do half inputs and you can't yeah, do yeah. a half input with a keyboard. So I've always wished I had developed the skills, but uh, I haven't played a console game in like over 10 years. Yeah, you know? wow. I've been re reigniting the PC flame. My mates and I have been playing Age of Empires 2. Oh, I love that game. Like so the H you play HD edition? At yeah, all? yeah I, I played it since then. But I mean, I, I, when I was a kid, I, I got the demo out of the cereal box. You remember yeah. that promotion, whatever? And yeah, it, yeah, it, that's it, how I got it. It would give you like the first 10 levels or something, Age of Empires 2. And I yeah. remember like I meticulously removed every single tree from a level. I, I made armies of monks to convert every single enemy into my allies because they, they only had a limited amount of levels. And so you you I was make my own stories, <laughs> my own games in these 10 levels in the demo. That's how much I love the game. Um, That's so good. And it, it, it's it's unfortunate that I didn't stick with it. Did you know there's a guy named The Viper? He is- Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like the, the most popular Age of Empires 2. And it's funny that yeah, I we, watch we him have a, lot. a similar I, name. Oh, The Viper, yeah, true, you do. Yeah. I've got a, like a I've got a bit of an obsession with like the Age of Empires two competitive scene. Mm. Like t I watch a lot of T ninety, Nilly, Viper, like all the pros play. Like I, it's such a good game to watch. Only recently though, I, I've um, I've I've learned of T ninety the, the Viper a little bit from um watching some stuff on uh, YouTube and yeah. and, and uh, watch, watching like a tournament or something or two on on Twitch. But certainly I haven't gotten that involved. Um, yeah, it's, 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 good. A, it's cool. Man. It, it is is very impressive how popular that game is still to this day. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, but so you've only recently got a PC. I was floored when you told me that. The the <laughs> idea you're like, oh yeah, I'm I'm editing on my Mac on my uh, couch over here. I'm like, are you are you crazy? How could you edit I'll on like a I'll, laptop or whatever? I'll show you a photo. Like uh, maybe you can, I don't know, edit it in later or whatever. I'll just quickly show you now. But um, I I, tweet, I put a photo on my Instagram of like my setup. And if you can kind of see it, I don't know how you'd be able to say it, but you can kind of see it on the left there. Like just, it's like my, it's like a little screen on a box with my laptop. That looks on a, awful. On a desk that like my neighbor was like, hey man, do you want this desk? And I was like, all right. And so it's this piece of shit desk. And then like, I, I put out this photo and I was like, this was meant to be like my cat playing games, like a bit of a joke. And all the comments were just like, bro, you have like 800,000 subscribers. Yes. How the fuck is that your gaming setup? And I was like, Oh shit! So I went out and got like two curved monitors and like a good like sorted it all out because I was like, oh, true, like this is weird. You, and it's so much better, man. You're one of the oh few people in this world where it's a business expense to get that stuff, and you can get it tax deductible, and it actually improves. Like like normally people are like begging their significant other or their parents, please just let me buy this. I know it's completely superfluous for anything I'm doing. I know it's just for entertainment, but please just let me get it. But you, it's like I need this. It's my work. <laughs> Come on. I don't know what I was thinking. Like my whole setup was like secondhand, basically. I just, yeah. So I finally sorted it out. We've got like got this thing now. Like it's it's a real setup now. Finally, that's that's a great yeah. microphone. I uh, I won I think that microphone at um one of the Twitch parties at one point. But I'd already oh, I already had the Shure SM7B. I, I think I sold it or something. But it's it's it's, it's a good microphone. Yeah, it's good like, the, the the two that are suggested is that one and this one. Um. Uh, okay. Cool. And it does certainly sound very good. Oh, good. Um, I'm glad. Yeah. Oh, that's that's too funny. Yeah. So you do a lot more YouTube than you do streaming. So this question probably is obvious, but um, what's more difficult and more rewarding for you, making YouTube videos or streaming? Um, I think. Well, I think like just 
keeping it a bit fresh, but I don't find either particularly difficult. Like I actually really enjoy both. But this year I'm going to be uploading on Modest Pelican, but also streaming like a lot more. Um, I'm going to get really into Twitch. I just really like the live aspect of it. So I streamed this morning. Um, the viewers, are, like a lot of people are there, which was awesome to see. And yeah, just I'm going to get, I'm definitely going to get more into that. So why Twitch instead of YouTube? So honestly, I just asked a bunch of creators who are way bigger than me, and it was like not a black and white decision, but the consensus was Twitch. I'm I'm honestly surprised that consensus still exists amongst YouTubers. Like certainly anyone who's starting out, I would still say, yeah, probably still Twitch is best. Um, they're increasing the discoverability, and YouTube doesn't really have much discoverability for live streams. But when you already have an established audience, it seems more common for a person who's already a YouTube with a million subscribers just to stream to those million subscribers. Certainly, diversification, um, not putting all your eggs in one basket, that, those are factors. But I, I was surprised to find you on Twitch, personally. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. Um, I don't know, I just like to keep it separated. Like, I think my Modest Pelican content is so, like, it's post-commentary, it's, like, well, like, I edited it for ages, like, it's put together. True. Like, I don't want to just start streaming randomly on that channel and because it's just so so wildly different like if you were to start streaming on your youtube channel it would actually feel quite organic i think whereas like for me it's just like such a such a different type of content that i want to keep like the twitch the pub Pelly, and the modest pelican all separate and if people want to subscribe to all of them like they they sure can but yeah just that was kind of my thinking i suppose as well i i, I understand that sentiment mm -hmm. i i personally um uh I remember saying to people like, oh, I'm never going to make a second channel, man. Why, why they ever do that? And I end up making that clips channel, right? I, I can understand there are certainly um, reasons to differentiate your content um, from different channels. I, I, I get that. Me personally, yeah. I, I find streaming so much easier than, than YouTube, but it might mm -hmm. just be because of how much I throw up on myself. But like I, I've, I've been doing streaming for so long now. It's so comfortable to me that I can just turn on and just chill and play games or whatever. Um, I think that's half the appeal, man. Like, you just turn on, you're just in like a wife beater, just chatting shit, like, <laughs> like so casual. Like, I just, I, I love it. Like, it just feels like, it feels just like chill to watch. Like, I don't know. I think that's what hooked me in a little bit with you. Cause like, I'd never watched GTA Live speedrunning. And if you'd asked me if I'd ever want to watch that, like, before I watched your videos, I'd probably be like, mm, nah, like, doesn't interest me. But I don't know. Like, you just did it in a way that I was like, yeah, I could, I can watch this. <laughs> this is good. Like, I suddenly, I suddenly care about, like you're you having a good run or whatever it is. And I was like, oh, there you go. I've, I've been that I way like with a lot of games that I could never imagine playing, but watching someone else do. Yeah. Um, I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is great. Or it's, it's certainly a content creator can make, the right content creator with the right game can make that game interesting, regardless of what it is, in a way. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when they're passionate about it. I, I just love passionate people who are very knowledgeable about fucking anything. I find, find a person who's knowledgeable and loves refrigerators, and I'll just listen to them all day talk about their favorite fucking refrigerators, whatever it is. <laughs> like, so wait, what's the optimum uh, temperature for the freezer? <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> shit, nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, cool. Yeah. Um, uh, so what do you want to achieve in the future? As you've said, you want to be live streaming more, but uh, is, is that yeah. your only goals for 2021? I think, like, I, I, did, I really set the goal this year. Like, I really want to, like, improve my content. Like, I want to, not that I... Like, I think, you know, you're probably like a little bit like you, like I'm a co like a confident enough person, but I'm not like, oh, my content's fucking sick. Like, I still really have this desire to like improve it. So that's mm. something I really want to focus on. Um, and just, yeah, get into streaming. Like, that would be really cool. I hitting the million just still like that's still just like I don't think I've quite realized that yet because that was always my stretch kind of goal. So just enjoy it. Enjoy it, man. Enjoy the whole lifestyle. How, how many doing. subs did you have at the beginning of 2020 compared to the end of 2020? Maybe um, 
400,000 or something like that. That's still a big increase. Yeah. 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 I think you'll you'll be on a million by next month. <laughs> no, I I it, Sometime like this I, year though, man, it's exciting. I, I don't I mean, maybe, maybe. It depends if this clip stuff slows down cuz I've run out of clips kind of. Um mm. I've kind of gone through the obvious avenues to get clips and I'm kind of cannibalizing other parts of my older content. It can't last forever. And it's going to be a separate question if you're know, uploading 24 clips a day really matters or whether YouTube is going to continue to algorithmically give my uh, older clips to people. I'm not sure how that's going to work, but we'll, we'll find out. Um, I think it's fine. Even if, you know, the 24 was obviously like put that channel on the map pretty quickly. Even if you drop down to say four, just from your recent content, I still think it'd have a great presence. It's going to be interesting to see. Um, I, I don't mm. think it's going to go away anytime soon, certainly. Um, there's nothing yeah, yeah. on the back end that's suggesting that. Um, that was a super smart move. Like, I remember when TikTok, like when I, like actually another creator called Mully, who does like VR content, he was like, dude, you've got to get into um, TikTok. And I just didn't really like, I just thought TikTok was like girls dancing. And I was like, I don't know. Like, And then I did it and I got on just like on the tail end of that boom. And like my TikTok almost has as many followers as my main channel. Mm. And it just was, it boosted growth because people were like, oh, I watched the whole video and came over to YouTube. And then since then, like TikTok died off, but it's still great. Like it still helps a lot. I, I have found, um, and I've, I've read things that are suggestive of it, that converting people from TikTok to YouTube is actually quite hard. Um, they're, they're not, there is a, like a, cross-pollination, cross-breeding, whatever, between the platforms. Yeah. It's just a, people who are flicking through their phones quickly for content aren't necessarily going to move somewhere else for um, another for, for a content creator. But on TikTok, you can so quickly, so rapidly get followers that even though it's a small percentage that actually come over, it's still a significant percentage. Like if, yeah. if you got a, you know, you got, if it's 10% or whatever, and you got a million, you know, this is 100,000, that's, that's a lot of people. Um, Massive, and because I, yeah. I, I I saw you on uh, TikTok there um, while I was making content, I was like, man, he's going so fucking fast, man! Look at how many views he's getting and stuff. Shoot um, out now, time when we would just throw up like a fifteen-second little like joke from one of the videos, and it would just get like five million views mm. in a day. So it's like even if zero point zero one percent of the people who saw that clip come over, like there's still thousands of people. Mm. It's just it's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. The, I, I remember how I found out about TikTok. It was because I watch a lot of these. Um, uh, the, like I watch a lot of stuff. I wouldn't call them documentaries, but just like explaining the world, economics or um, yeah. new technologies or stuff like that. And this this video, I can't remember who it was, but they were like, "So uh, this thing called TikTok is the fastest growing uh, application right now, and it's a, it's a gr growing at enormous rates and it's exploding and beating all its competitors." And I'm like, "Oh, I should probably make a TikTok then." And that was it for me. Um, I I I don't think I'd ever opened TikTok before. I was barely aware of it, but that's how I ended up making mine. And I, I got 250,000 followers on that. But it's such a pain in the ass uploading to TikTok. Um, especially a lot of stuff. Like I couldn't imagine doing what I'm doing with my clips channel now on TikTok, especially because the resolution is different and. Uh, and, yeah, and all that jazz. I wish, because they, they do allow you to upload 16 by 9, right? But I rarely see 16 by 9 videos on there, you know? Mine is 16 by 9, and we just put like a background behind it. like. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's true. I mean, but it's shrunk down. It's I, I mean, the other way, because they, they do allow you to do the things where you have to tilt your phone and. Yeah. But, but it doesn't seem to make people do it, you know? Um, I don't yeah. know. TikTok is, I think TikTok is like, it's, we've seen it before, right? Vine, musically, they had this meteoric rise and then they kind of just slowly die. I'm, I'm not sure TikTok is going to go that same way. It seems to reckon? be more accepted and there's more money behind it now. Um, 
You're True. right, though. You can't really know. Bizarre. Maybe, yeah. Because especially with all the controversy surrounding it and the American sanctions, and who who knows what's going on with that anymore. Uh, there's plenty of you know A-list celebrities like Will Smith and everyone's still on there. So you're right; it's definitely got more merit to it than something like Vine mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, how, how much did they say they're putting into the creator program? Like four hundred billion dollars? Maybe that's probably an exaggeration. I'm not sure, but it was a lot of money. It was enough money for mm. me to go, okay, maybe this thing is actually going to stick around. Are you in the creator program? Are you making money on TikTok? I don't make any money directly from TikTok. I couldn't apply. I couldn't get in. I think Australia or something like that. Are you? No, because I, I I mean, trying to find an Australian content creator on there. If if I could make money on TikTok, I would be more willing to go the effort to upload on there. But uh, but they they don't seem to be interested in sending me an email. So I'm like, well, fuck it. Then I'll just stick on YouTube. I'm doing enough as is. Bro, I got these like notifications on TikTok. It's like such and such brand wants to work with you, and I'm just like just like out of curiosity rather than like I've never actually worked with the brand. I'm like, yeah, I'll work with them. And then I just never hear anything. <laughs> it's it, so weird. They might, they might just spam it out to heaps I of think people. So. And, see and then say who says yes, I think so. Yeah. Like sometimes big companies, it'll be like Nike or Universal Studios. And I'm like, okay, I'll work with Nike, get some Air Pelicans going or something. And <laughs> they just never, they obviously never hit me up. So I'm just like, all right. <laughs> I, I think for these companies, they see TikTok as the gateway to the youth. The, the kids that they can't reach through traditional media or whatever, and and that pipeline is just appealing to them or something. But absolutely, I think yeah. so too. Was um, so I'm actually very interested in this one. How often do you get monetized, demonetized, or age gated with your content, considering it's vulgarity, shit posting kind of stuff that you do? Well, honestly, not like how I wouldn't have had like one video every three or four months. I think. Yeah, I pe- people. I've said this many times, the the audience perception of how often demonetization, age gating happens is is very different from what is actually the reality, except in some mm-hmm. very minor cases where people are, you know, talking about guns or something. Um, yeah. It, it's quite uncommon for a video to get demonetized unless it's like really out there or something. Like in, in my career, I think I've had like 15 videos or something that get demonetized. Um, I had a stage where... I almost accepted that I couldn't do YouTube as a job because every video got demonetized. And I was just like, look, I'll just do like one video every couple of weeks as like a hobby and I'll just do a normal job. I was really like accepting of that. But I pushed through a bit longer because I really wanted to make heaps of content and do it as a job. And um, yeah, but it's it's been good. Like I kind of learned where the line was. Like the jokes I make, yeah, like some of them are a bit edgy, but I'm like, I know where the line is. Like. Was yeah. this during the period? So, over okay, you can probably map map it on a timeline. So, mm. at, at different points in YouTube's career, or career um, existence, since they've made the algorithm, they've they've tweaked it to give it new information, and that new information has caused it to massively overcorrect. So, there was a time when I woke up and like thirty of my Harvest Moon Ender videos were demonetized, and within the week they all got remonetized. It yeah. was. Um, every single time they add new information, new parameters to the algorithm, it has to, over the sub- subsequent weeks, months, correct itself and get back to a baseline that they actually want it to be. And mm. in each of those instances, there's always those panic videos. I'm screwed. I'm done. Um, yeah, so, yeah. so is this your experience that in particular times in your YouTube career, there's been mass demonetization and then things have gotten better slowly over time or? Yeah, like things are really, yeah, basically like similar sort of story. Things are really good now though. Like I self-rate my videos and every single one of them gets confirmed by a human. But I just say like, there's a hateful content in here for comedic purposes. There's violence in here under gameplay. 
I just tag it and then it gets monetized the whole time and then a human just checks that I'm not lying and then it's fine. So it's really good now, actually. You you get menu review of all your videos? Everyone, yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. Maybe the situation for you is a little bit different for me. Like I, I do have that thing where I um give suggestions or whatever, but uh, it's only occasionally that I have to send it off for manual review. Um, I guess like, do you say, do you like, do you like, if you look at it again, like deeper, it'll say like your self thing was confirmed by manual review. You don't get that. Uh, on the clips, no, when I ask for it to be reviewed, it says that certainly, but I don't think that says that normally. Um, some, sometimes on the clips channel that can happen. I think it's just when the algorithm picks it up as being potentially bad and then it mm. will, um, be reviewed. Um, but I, I only do it. Um, I, I do, uh, swearing, mild swearing and mild violence or something in my suggestions. And maybe mm. because I don't do other things that you flag, maybe that's why mine don't get humor. Yeah, mine's like time. drug references, sexual references, language, like hateful content. Okay. Jokes, yeah, I, I, like, don't, yeah. I don't have that many, but yeah, okay. you're right. That would be an accurate, accurate <laughs> assessment of your content. So maybe better to be honest. Um, mm. But yeah. It's really good. They have that like level so that like, whatever, my videos don't get pushed to like really young kids and like you don't get fucking, I don't know, whatever kids play with these days. My, Mine, I don't know, commercials on them or whatever. It's good, I think. My Clips channel doesn't have that option. You, yeah, wow. You only sometimes, like I don't know what the requirements are for you to um, be asked by YouTube to give feedback. I really don't. Mm. Whether they've just stopped doing it for new channels, I'm not sure, or you have to mm. have been around for long enough or have a certain amount of subscribers, I'm not sure. But I can tell you that um, my Clips channel doesn't have it, so certainly not everyone gets it. That's so weird because my Papa Pelly channel has it. Weird. I, who, who, and that would be about, how big's your Clips channel? Did just hit 200k today. Oh, nice. Congrats. Um, yeah, so my Papa Pelly's one's like 120 or something, so it's similar size. It's weird. Mm. Um, who knows? Yeah, I guess, I guess maybe we can look into that later or something, but who knows if YouTube would even have that information publicly. I guess I could ask my partner manager, I guess, but it's probably not that True. important. Um, oh, look, were, I think YouTube's in a really good place, honestly. Yeah, right it's kind of coming up here. What, what were the golden times of YouTube, in your opinion? Like the best content on the platform, best community culture, whatever. Like when you think, if someone asks you, what's the best time for, in YouTube, when when would that be? Um, well, for my own personal like content, just that every time I wasn't getting demonetized. So most <laughs> of it, <laughs> just that one period, I was just like, fuck. Because like, it's just, what, what, what annoyed me, it wasn't just a demonetization. It'd be like, stop getting my subscribers would no longer see that video no one would see that video it was you know what i mean like it would kill the whole video so like it was even like i was working a normal job at the time i didn't even so much care of the money but um to that time that annoyed me because my subscribers would be like when are you uploading and it's like i've literally just uploaded yeah yeah and i hated that that they weren't seeing it um but apart from that it's been good the golden times Look, like the nostalgic rose colored glasses times would be like watching the old call of duty youtubers when i was a kid that was just so funny like the content has changed so much. And to think I used to just watch someone play a whole game of free-for-all Call of Duty, barely say a word, just be like, oh, there's a guy coming, killing, and like three minutes of just him camping a corner or something. Like, and I used to just love it. I find that really funny. Yeah. What about you? I'm, try I'm trying to think, actually. I, I asked the question. But I, don't know, I don't think I have an answer to it. I, 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 I kind of like YouTube as it is now. As much as people... 
Like, I, I do understand the criticism that YouTube moving away from these amazing production videos means there's less of them around um, and, and that more content is more quickly thrown together. I like having heaps of content to consume. I hate running out of stuff to watch. And even mm. on, in current YouTube, I still sometimes run out of stuff to watch. Not that I actively watch videos that often. I, I usually listen to them or I'm like w- watching them in between editing and stuff. But I can mm. run out of YouTube videos still. Um, I... I I can't think of a time on YouTube that I preferred than now because there's just so much more variety, so many more content creators being successful, you know? Um, but for myself personally, this is still the best time for me because it's the most successful I've ever been. I can't, uh, I, I don't think I've had that hard of a time in regards to YouTube. Um, certainly sometimes I felt I'm like, oh, come on algorithm. Why aren't you throwing my pacifist video to all these other people but when i when i reflect back i think you know maybe i didn't do that well with that video or i didn't title it very well or, or what have you um it's I, like the quality comes through in the end like you know you've developed a series that's really popular some of them are going to hit really hard others are going to you know not hit as hard but you've still got like that core community watching it and absolutely yeah it's and just it, like i say youtube like you can't get like i've known like i've not i've met big creators like i'm talking like five ten million like massive creators who they just post a video and they get so down that like, you know how it ranks your video and it'll be like, this was one of your worst performing mm. videos and it just ruins their day. And it's like, dude, like it, you, it's going to happen eventually. Like, you know, some of your content's going to land, some of it isn't. You just got to like enjoy the process or it'll just ruin you, right? Well, so. the, these, the, the content creators who um, make like a video a month or something, I can see why they True. would be that way. For, for me, it's like if a, Video doesn't do well. I'm like, well, ne- another video tomorrow. So another video goes in, better. Another video um, in seven and a half hours. Yes. And seven clips. <laughs> Should be fine. It's, it's, it's far less impactful, but certainly back. Uh, like, power to you, man, because at the end of the day, people are enjoying watching the content. Like content doesn't get views and doesn't do well unless people are enjoying it. And so, it's like, a great you, feeling. You, you can say you can, yeah well you can say that you're spamming clips but like if you spam shit clips no one would watch them right <laughs> like like you could do that but it's working people like them like i i get my half my feed i swear is just your clips and i'll <laughs> i'll watch them it's like what well, there's no no harm it's 17 seconds it'll be like a cool fact that maybe i can use in my video or just entertain me and the, so uh, like, it's good content man for, for me um I don't just make my own content. I like my own content. Like I can upload my videos and watch them myself. As stupid oh, as that shit. is, like oh, I, nice. I find myself fucking hilarious. <laughs> so dumb. It's like an empowered, empowered. Um, yeah. Yeah. I understand comedy is subjective, but I'm making these jokes not because um, I think other people find them funny necessarily, yeah. but because I find them funny. <laughs> oh, dude, that's awesome. I. I personally don't like watching my own videos. I don't know why. Like for, for, I, I like I love that other people enjoy enjoy it, but I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, me me because it's a lot more of you. Because I I kind of feel that way with my scripted videos. Because I'm trying to be funny in those cases, and so it's harder mm. to watch. But my highlights, I, I, I I'm just my being myself and it's yeah, yeah. I, I can put it on in because usually what happens is i'll upload it and i'll watch it two times speed or something to make sure there's no errors in it or something but i can chuckle to myself making yeah, yeah. jokes. Oh, that's awesome man um, that's really good yeah, yeah. What, what what motivates you to continue making content other than the money um i think it's just the like the whole feeling of the lifestyle like like yeah you put in some hours but I love the feeling of like, yeah, uploading videos and seeing people enjoy themselves. And I've got like a creative outlet and yeah, it's just like a sick place to be in life. Whereas especially 
probably having that finance experience where it was like ultra depressing. Oh, you've and, seen the other and, side. Yeah, I've seen it. I don't want to go back there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I know how lucky I am, right? And, and so I just want to, yeah, keep making content that people enjoy and keep keep it up. Yeah. How about that, you? That, that, so that sentiment is very interesting that you've seen the other side. I've heard people criticize um, these content creators who get really big really early in their lives and they've never worked a normal job. They don't they don't understand what that life is like. So they, they, they come off as really arrogant or, or whatever. They, they don't, they don't know what it's like to be their audience. And so they get mm. big heads, big egos, but um, you and I, we've been there at doing normal jobs. And I think that keeps you exactly, grounded. Yeah. It doesn't make you get full of yourself. You know, I think it does give you like a quite a lot of perspective about mm. like, like, like I sometimes cringe when I hear, I mean, everyone's got a different journey. So I don't want to like throw shade, but sometimes people will be like, Oh, like this YouTube job's the hardest job in the world. I'm like, mm, mm, no. frontline's military doctor, maybe, <laughs> maybe a bit more stressful. Like, I don't know. Like, but it's just like it's not the hardest job in the world. Sure, you put in some hours, and it's like you know you're subject to public opinion, and it has it's like every job has its moments. But when you go into that finance job, you realize that a lot of those same stresses are in every job. Like every job's got deadlines and pressure, and so this this yeah. job has. A lot of so it's it's weird because it's almost like while we all have the same job, um, we're all YouTubers, we're all content creators. The ex the experience of that job is very different because of the mm -hmm. different contents that you content that you make, how much you make, how you interact with the audience, what 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 kind of feedback you get. Like the the life of Keemstar and me, we both technically make content, but I guarantee you, our what we do in that job in that role is extraordinarily different. Uh, yeah, I can exactly. I can honestly say. Anyone who's successful making a good living in YouTube, it's it's a wonderful job. You know, it's mm. it can have its difficulties, it has its downside, it has upsides, but it's nowhere close to the most difficult job. I you wouldn't put it the, the average person doing this job, not top fifty percent most difficult jobs. And it's certainly probably the greatest thing about this job is how rewarding it is in that it, you get out of it effectively as much as you put in. You know, you if you want to do more, you can do more. If you want to do less, you can do less. When when you're in a normal job, you you do that nine to five, five mm. days a week or whatever, and you don't really have that flexibility just to take take it easy one month and go hard on it the next month. That that flexibility can really help you offset any uh, detrimental experiences that you can have with YouTube because you have that flexibility to deal with whatever get, gets thrown at you. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. agree. This this next question, um, <laughs> I don't know why I included it. Have you finished Red Dead Redemption 2 and what did you think of it? Um, I've actually finished about 75% of it, but in the process of making content on it, I've just watched the ending and I know what happens. And so I just haven't actually finished it yet, but I really liked what I played. I heard that um, actually you're a massive Red Dead Redemption 2 fan. <laughs> Um, especially like you, especially love looting. I, I've I've ranted about the game so much, and I really so it's funny. I think if I didn't wasn't so invested in enjoying it, that it would have just been a blip in my life. I would have played mm. and gone, yeah, "This is alright." Not really keen about finishing it, but because I was so invested in enjoying it, and I really wanted to love it, and for it to be a new source of content for me, that it couldn't be that. It's always just that sore spot. That 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 one that got away. That maybe if I'd come at it from a different angle or something, that I I would have been gripped by it more. But uh, it it just didn't grip me. And 
the the, the technical if, difficulties on PC, the the lo losing my save file because Rockstar corrupted it on uh, console. Um, there were just so many that 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 to play it, I had to give up going to PAX. So many things, even external from the game, just fought yeah. against me actually enjoying it. Um, but I I can't I, like in, in, I'll admit openly, it's a good game. It's just a game that I didn't enjoy. That's it's, fair. Uh, like I have that sometimes with like TV shows or games, and I usually I'm pretty like lover of life, optimistic kind of person. Sometimes every now and then, everyone's like, "You love this game, you love this show," and I play it, and I just fucking hate it. And I'm like, I don't know why I don't enjoy this at all. So it happens, right? But I thought I thought Red Dead Two was you know an amazing game, but that's just my experience. It looks really beautiful, but I just mm -hmm. think it would have been better as like a TV show. I have I have these issues with video games where like you can have a wonderful story in a book an audiobook a play like a tv show a movie there's just so many avenues where you can get a wonderful story but video games like it's like the only place you can really have gameplay like actually be involved in what's going on and so much of what happened in red dead was you just riding a horse from a to b having people talk at you or whatever and i just i just feel like this is just this isn't using my time well I play video games for amazing gameplay. And the Red Dead on PC, the shootouts, when I had a mouse, that was some fun shit. That 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 bit of that game. But on controller that I don't like to begin with, like I think if Red Dead had released on PC to begin with, as it eventually came to be with the, the better graphics and stuff, I probably yeah, yeah. would have finished Red Dead and enjoyed it far more. But just the additional barriers of being on console with the controller and... Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it just... As I say, there's just so many barriers preventing me from enjoying the game and it's just uh and I, I fully admit that they made a game that was very successful that people really loved it just didn't drive with me and it's more of a meme at this point me saying it sucks <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm aware <laughs> yeah yeah that's no, understandable I, I i just really like got immersed into the world i guess and i think i think what really helped it like I, I liked the story i liked the gameplay to an extent like i think the gameplay is like yeah like what you're saying ironically probably not one of the best parts of the game but, they, um, they put you on an island, and for like multiple scenes, all you could do was hold forward, and that was the gameplay. You remember when he was shuffling along the dirt, and then with the chains in his legs, uh, his legs. I'm, just, I'm like, why is this? Why is this here? Just make it a cutscene. Like, there's so many parts in the game that if if it was a TV show, those parts wouldn't be there, and there would be nothing lost. But to have you be there controlling a character, they had to drag out a scene, and it just like it, it, regardless how good the story is. The story is like fifty hours long. It's just, it's just mm. like I like I say, just preference. But it just That's dragged on enough. too much for me. I would like honestly, I would just give Red Dead Two a ten, and I would give like most Rockstar games a ten. I'm such a fan. But I think what would take the the games to like the absolute next level is if they could somehow tell that story, but like what you're saying, but make it more gameplay wise. So like, if you're on a prison island, for example you have to escape and there's multiple ways to escape and you can go for a stealth section or you can go all out shooting or you can climb the rooftops. Like mm. I think giving players some agency and in, in some of those missions, instead of like, you have to hold up a wagon, go to this window. And it's like, Oh, what if I you know want to go to this window, this window where the yellow circle is, is where you'll be going. Shut the fuck up. Like there is a real direction. If they could give like 
a little bit more freedom, I reckon Rockstar Games would just be insane. Have you seen the Nakey Jakey video on Rockstar um, Games? I have, actually, yeah. He did such a good job of Great power. video. The, the whole actually, Lego construction thing. and I, it's, it's, He makes amazing videos, that guy. I was, I was actually going to reference him, um, that exact video. I, I, he's, he's up there in one of my favorite content creators. Certainly one, one of those content creators who makes a video, you know, every couple of months and it's amazing and well put together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, seems like a very interesting and, and, and nice dude when he, he he talks he talks so passionately about his childhood and his upbringing and his experiences and stuff. And yeah, I think, man, I I have none of those memories. What is wrong with me? Like I I don't have these vivid memories of being a kid and just loving this video game. I wonder if my memory works differently from other people or something. But I'm I'm so much in the moments, you know. Um, I don't have a huge amount of nostalgia for things in my past, but you're seeing people like Nikki Jakey be so passionate in their nostalgia is always interesting to listen to, you know? Yeah, definitely, without a doubt. Um, uh, yeah. how, how long do you think you can keep this up? It just forever? And until the YouTube spits you out, no one wants to watch you? Or you, uh, you're like, well, you know, five years, maybe I'll, I'll head on to something else. So it's just some, something you want to do for the rest of your life. I think I'm just taking it as it comes for the moment. Um, I think obviously YouTube's owned by Google and Twitch is owned by Amazon. So you like to think they're real pillars, but you don't want to be like naive. Like technology's always superseded technology. Things always change. Like you look at something like Mixer, which was owned by Microsoft. Like they poured hundreds of millions of dollars, probably billions of dollars into that project. And you think, oh, it's owned by Microsoft. This is going places. And then one day they just pulled the plug. Yeah, cut the because losses, it was, yeah. It is crazy. And then all these streamers were like, yeah, that's my career. And they were just like, all right, what do you, what do you, fuck do you want us to do about it? Like, and so there is that element that that could happen to you. But I think I'm really trying to like design a lifestyle around that now. Like I've got, I went so hard for so early making just a video every three and a half days, which might not be like the type of content I've chosen to make. That's a lot of work in three and a half days. Like with, you know, you're just basically not stopping so this year i'm gonna like dial the videos back but more effort into what i do post maybe weekly on the main channel but like mm. really put a lot of effort into it give myself like days to really think about what i'm doing and in between that i'm gonna stream on twitch just so you know i can jump on live and like what you were saying it's really chill it's fun and then post that to papa pelly so i'm trying to design a lifestyle where there's less of just like no sleep no going hard type thing and i think that's gonna help me do it long term because I love what I'm doing, but you know, your humans do burn out. Except you, apparently. Like, what's your? How long do you think you can keep it up? I I will do this for the rest of time until I explode. Like I I just like I I don't. As I say, it's just the only thing that I've really found that I've really loved to do, and so I will do it until people stop. Well, instead, I guess really because actually you can't really predict the future. I will do it until I'm no longer feeling fulfilled doing it, whether that be because I get sick of it or because the the nature of the job changes in some way, like a what kind of content you have to make to be competitive or something, or yeah. to have people watch or to appeal to the algorithm. Maybe maybe that becomes so unpalatable to palatable to me that I can't imagine doing it, and then I can see myself banning. But as you say, you know, take it by year whatever just see what happens and because i can't who can predict what's going to happen in five years but i think your mindset's great like just be like grateful for where we are and just keep keep enjoying it right yeah. like that's all you can do there's no there's no point thinking like i've got to do this for 10 years like just keep making the best videos you can keep streaming keep loving it and like that's, and, that's and certainly all. what you were talking about with with mixer in terms of you know you you, you hope that youtube and twitch will be around forever because google and amazon but like in in listening to other people talk about it, talk about it um youtube did come close to basically collapsing multiple yeah, times because of really 
different lawsuits in regards to DMCA and, and whatnot. And Google was saying, this is this is too hot. We want to just chuck it. And, and people worried Twitch is going to do something similar. Twitch was so bad in having no preparation for the, the music companies coming down on them. Even me, just being a layman or whatever, just a regular dude, I when people would say to me in chat, oh, it's great on Twitch. You can play any music you want. And I'm like, yeah, only because Twitch is small. Watch out when Twitch gets big. They're going to come here just like they came for YouTube. And I, I was shocked that Twitch was not prepared for when they when they finally came. And there was always the worry that Amazon's going to go, this, this Twitch is like one tiniest fraction of what Amazon owns. And it's causing all these problems, all these lawsuits, all this bad attention. It's fuck off Twitch. Who cares? Let's get rid of it. There's there's a possibility that could still happen. Um, mm. And that 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 it's very disheartening. I I. I you know, a few years ago, I would have said, oh, your Twitch is going to be here forever. But as Twitch continues to go on making these mistakes, not being prepared for the future, I'm not as certain as I was, you know. I think that's why it's just so, so important, like, to try and get audiences on Instagram, Twitter, diversify. multiple channels, yeah, Twitch, get, diversify as much as you can, just so that if something closes, you know, you can be like, all right, guys, that sucks, Twitch is gone. I'm going to be streaming on YouTube now. I'm going to be streaming on Facebook or whatever, hopefully not Facebook, but wherever you can, right? <laughs> I don't understand Facebook gaming. Like, I was like, all right, I'm going to watch some streamers on Facebook. And I just couldn't even find, this was about a year ago, but I was like, I couldn't even find the Facebook gaming thing where I could search for channels. I was like, how unuser friendly is you, this? You, you like, have I'm- the exact same experience <laughs> as me. I said the exact same thing. And, and uh, like he- hearing these content creators who take chunks of money to go there, I'm like, Surely there's a number that anyone would take to move there, but no one's going to be happy making that move because in no way is Facebook gaming a better live streaming experience than than Twitch or, or even YouTube gaming. Like certainly Mixer had some hmm. uh, some positives, a bit higher bit rate or whatever, and and it was really focused. It, it was a website purely focused on live streaming, so there were some benefits there, and it, ha- it was more comparable to Twitch. But Facebook seems all over the place, and it's so hard to find anything. That's crazy, right? You're like Facebook gaming. I'm gonna I'm gonna search it right now and tell you what I see. Facebook gaming live streams. Like that's enough keywords. So I put that in. Facebook gaming, watch live gaming video things. It takes me to. Oh yeah, I've got a few things here. Like it just seems so unuser friendly. They've tidied it up a little bit. But over time, because. Given how much money Facebook gaming is throwing into this, you can guarantee it will get better over time. And the same with it, um, it's getting better f- on, on the YouTube end as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Twitch is definitely um, struggling to maintain its uh, market share, even though while it is growing, certainly. It's just uh, while it will continue to grow, its overall percentage of uh, the market that it owns will become smaller and smaller, um, especially as... I discussed before where once upon a time, if you wanted to live stream and you were a big YouTube content creator, you just moved over to Twitch. That was about, mm. that was what you did. Now, every big content creator on YouTube who decides to become a live streamer, they actually now have a choice and they're not always going to go to Twitch. That that influx of viewers that was coming from from new YouTubers moving over isn't happening as frequently anymore. Um, if, if, if you look at the, uh, there was a tweet out, tweet out today, the top uh, like it was t- like top 15 largest live streams that have occurred. Um, and uh, like half of them were on Twitch and half of them were on YouTube. And uh, if YouTube gaming hadn't ever come about, all those huge live streams that were on YouTube would have been on Twitch and YouTube Twi- Twitch would have grown even more. Um, it's, mm. it's what I'm saying. Like the, the competition is fierce between YouTube and Twitch. And I, I wonder if Twitch has, has it in them to maintain its dominance long term. I'm not certain it does. You know? Yeah, well, that's interesting to hear. 
Well, certainly, it's not, it's not going anywhere. Anyone who's live streaming on Twitch, Twitch is going to be fine. It's just going to be a question of um, how big is it compared to its competitors. You know, it's not going the way of Mixer. Uh, at least that's what yeah. I would suspect. Yeah, I don't think so either. I guess it depends on what your philosophy. Like for someone like me, it was very hard to pick, but I just went with Twitch because of the eggs in one basket. Like yeah. I don't want to have everything under the Modest Pelican umbrella on, on, on YouTube. I'd rather have multiple sort of things going. And, and with, with Twitch Prime and the, uh, it, it is arguably, especially if you're larger, you can discover people looking for live streams better on Twitch than you can on YouTube. On YouTube, yeah. it's more that you you make YouTube content or you make offline content and then advertises you. And then you also stream to that audience. Mm-hmm. Um, you, your live streams don't really promote you or gain you a larger audience. But on Twitch, it's your live streams that are directly advertised to um, the wider audience. Like, it's, it's saying, Twitch right now is the best live streaming platform. It's just a question of whether that's going to remain the case forever. You know, um, yeah, things always change. It'd be interesting to see how they go. But. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I noticed at the beginning of your videos that you often have a comment where you, uh, you'll read out a joke from one of your audience. Um, how, how long did you keep it up making those jokes yourself? before you realized I'm out of jokes of how to spread the good word of my channel and I need to start getting some from my audience. It must have been like 200 times and I was like, I have, like, I've said tattoo, tattoo it on your forehead, adopt a baby, change its name, then return it. Like, I was just like, I've thought of every possible way to spread the good word. And then um, I actually memed it pretty hard. I was like, look, guys, I'm out. (laughs) It's your turn to pick up some ideas. And you know what's crazy? That wasn't even my idea. Someone was like, commented, when will Modest Pelican run out of intro ideas? And someone else replied saying, when he, st- when he starts running it as a competition for us. <laughs> and I was like, facts, we're there. So I just like memed the whole thing and was like pretty open about it because and I was, it was like a cool idea, I thought, because, you know, the community get involved. It's like fun. Everyone leaves ideas. And people are funny, man. Like people come up with mm. really funny suggestions. So... Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of it. Getting bigger as a content creator, one of the best um, advantages that has is that you have your audience to to pull ideas from. Mm. Um, regardless of how talented you are, you can't compete with the creativity of a million people. Yeah, um, no way. They'll always have some idea that you never thought of, and it's always great getting feedback on anything. It always can be improved in that way. Um, my my pacifist series, I started making a joke at the beginning of each episode. And I gave up after like, I don't know, 15 episodes or something. I was very, I'm very impressed to hear that you, you kept it for 200 or whatever. But it's, it's very interesting. I, I feel like I, considering some people may not know of what we were talking about there, it's just that at the beginning of each one of your episodes, you say something like, um, uh, give me an example. You, <laughs> like, if you enjoy this video, please tattoo a baby. Uh, like, please adopt a baby, tattoo Modest Pelican Gaming on its forehead, and then return it to the adoption agency, as this really helps spread the good word of my channel. <laughs> Something like that, right? Some which, stupid, stupid way to spread the good word of my channel. Which which is actually um, the, the the joke that I had you make in the pacifist episode or whatever, yeah, asking yeah. Michael to spread the good word of your channel. Yeah, so uh, it's, I, I think that was very creative. Um, and I, I, wonder, I wonder to what degree um, those jokes contributed to your success. To what degree people actually... I'm not maybe not tattooing a baby, but to what degree people would actually be motivated to spread the good word of your channel because I'm of that joke? Unless at least half a dozen babies weren't tattooed. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, some of them are more serious. Like, but I, I mean, I've got to be careful now. Like, so you, like I said, one like, please text a random number. Subscribe to Modest Pelican Gaming, 
and a staggering amount of people seem to have seem to have actually done it. And they no were way. tweeting me. There, they were tweeting me there like text conversations. Like people were angry. Some people were like, okay. <laughs> like it was like I was like, oh shit. Like I better be careful. Like I don't get sued for like mass harassment or something. Yeah, and enough people, I suppose. There's going to be someone out there who might do that kind of stuff. But certainly, at least with a text message, it's not going to be particularly harmful to anyone. But um, yeah, yeah. Um, you've played the new highest for GTA uh, Online. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I haven't yet because I, I like the stream everything and just hackers ruin it for me. But apparently it's gotten a little bit better and people have told me yeah, ways it, to get around a bit. Um, what, did you, what did you think of the highest? Yeah, first, I've heard PC GTA Online is crazy. Oh, yeah, because you do console. That's right. Yeah, I yeah. Like console, man. Like, but, I've, yeah, I've seen Sonny Evans tweets and stuff. It sounds horrible. But um, mm. I thought it was really, really good, man. I thought it was a very good update. Like, I think... Games that are like where where they're at GTA's point in the life cycle where you just want to like make money and grind and do stuff. The fact that there's like a heist and there's all these different ways to complete it and then like people develop a meta and then like the fastest way to do it or the most profitable way and then you can grind that heist and it's like fun. I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. What about you? Uh, I say I haven't played it. Um, I've only played the beginning and um, I still don't like the way that they have it. So you're a silent protagonist. Um, some games do that well um uh, but the I, I don't like the feeling of just being talked to like it's like i'm just being given constant exposition where a person is talking to me um i i would rather they don't i'm sure there's examples of this where you can pick an uh, a voice for your character like a, you have a selection of different voices or whatever i would rather they have that um but it's probably too late for that now in, in gta online's life cycle but um I, i've heard conflicting things some people hate the heist or i believe it's too simple or or whatever and others like yourself have um spoken highly of it that's why i was curious to ask because it seems that people are fairly split on um in their regards to their perception of the heist but from what i hear um they made this all at home because of covid or something where it was they contributed from their own homes in, 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 in whatever setup rockstar has for making stuff so that they brought out anything i suppose especially during covid is pretty impressive um and i'm happy yeah. to hear someone liked it <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was good. I mean, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Mm. I think GTA Online's a weird thing because I don't think even Rockstar, I'm obviously just speculating, realized how big it would get. Oh, like, certainly. And then they just built on it and they've built on it. So you've got this. I think what they're doing with GTA 6 is it's going to be like that same great single player experience, a big map, but they're going to design this map to be like GTA Online ready. And it's going to be like, do you know what I mean? Like GTA 6 is going to be like a massive project. And I think they're going to be like the potential of GTA 6 online is so big. And I don't know what they're going to do with it, but I have a feeling it is just going to be massive, like absolutely insane. The The concern is always that they're not holding anything back, that um, GTA 6, that, then it's never going to come out because every time they have a good idea, they think, oh, you know, we could just throw this on GTA online right now and get money right now, as opposed to five years from now, releasing that thing for GTA uh, 6 online or whatever. Um, who knows? I have no idea what's going to happen with GTA 6. Um, I think certainly with that. Hmm? Hopefully, before we you know die. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, hopefully it will eventually come. It'll the... be it'll bang when it does. Like I mm. like I mean, you obviously didn't like Red Dead 2, but in my opinion, like I I'm, I am just undoubtedly a Rockstar fanboy. But it's mm. just like I genuinely love their games. Like I really do. I I have. Yeah. Uh, there are certain aspects of their older games that are just because they're outdated that. I feel rough to me, but modding them and just giving myself a map or whatever, or the ability to move your camera or whatever with with Vice City. Um, I I have I enjoy all the other Vice, uh, all the other GTA games, and I want to play the rest of the Rockstar games when I get around to it. I'm excited, certainly for GTA Six. Um, yeah. And I 
I, I, as I say, there's just a handful of things in Red Dead that just didn't drive with me. But certainly, um, what they do with GTA, as shown by their past ones and and their currents, I would be very surprised if I didn't like GTA Six. Very yeah. surprised. Um, but the concern is a lot of the people who worked on the previous GTA games are now gone. They uh, was it Leslie Benzies? I don't know the the names of these people, but but um, it's it's not going to be the same people writing it or designing it or what have, have you that they had in the past. And so the concern is that uh, it's not going to be as good. It's going to be a completely different thing. Uh, or um, there was a the CEO or something was talking about how they want Rockstar to make shorter games rather than releasing what they're doing now. You know, work on a game for seven years or whatever and releasing one they want. Uh, Red, uh, Rockstar to make more games more frequently. So we might not get a massive epic like GTA V that took, you know, 30 plus hours, whatever, for the person to finish casually. We might get ourselves a game that takes four to eight hours or something to finish. Uh, and then there will just be more focus on online. And certainly for a person like me who likes single player games, um, I'm not sure I would find that as appealing, you know? Yeah, I say, I hear what you're saying. My gut tells me GTA 6 will be a big, long GTA San Andreas, GTA 4, 5 type campaign where it's Hope really so. serious. I just, I really feel like Rockstar wouldn't risk, like, risk that. Like, they, they I think it's going to happen. I just, and then, I, but I do think there'll be, like, a lot of, like, they'll build a, a world. A lot of their games is just their world, right? Mm. Like, an amazing world that you can go around in the detail and it's amazing. Like, that is a huge part of their games. So they... It'd be like that would take a lot of the time, right? Like the actual storyline is actually just all happens in that world. So I can't really imagine them doing like a four or eight hour campaign. Yeah, it's like I, I, because yeah. I, if I was in their shoes, I wouldn't want to destroy what they've already done. As in like they, they have a precedent of this working so well, making mm. this massive epic and then the online attached to it. I, if I was in their shoes, I wouldn't break that formula. I would, I would do the same thing that got me a billion dollars last time because I want another billion dollars, you know? Yeah, yeah, of um, course. But um, yeah. So um, is there a type of content that you don't do right now, but you would like to do, but you're unable to? As in, you know, you don't want to do it because lower ad revenue, you don't have the skills for it, you don't have the budget for it. Um, um well, like we were talking about, I don't know how much you care about us talking about this, but I've, I've always kind of wanted to start a podcast. Mm. I mean, right now, I'm, I'm I'm quite enjoying chatting with you. It's always yet to see how this is something like this is received by our viewers. Maybe they're just like shut the fuck up guys like i just want to watch you play play games i have no idea right like I, it's always important to me that what i'm making is something people want to watch like i don't want to make content that people are like pelly i don't really want to watch this so but i'd love to do a podcast and i was talking about like you like you and i may be doing a podcast but as you said you've got pretty limited oh, yeah. time so, so there's it's almost like at our size regardless of what you make there's going to be someone who's going to watch it um mm -hmm. i just released a video where uh I'm 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 working with an AI to create a story, and I'm uh, fighting a, a penguin named Goku, and it's it's. I, I when have did a you upload this? Oh, just just within the last twenty four hours. It's very. Oh, okay, It's, right, it's yeah. a very weird video. Um, it's <laughs> it's called AI Dungeon Two. Okay. It, it's it's, it's very it But what I'm saying is, this video isn't doing that well. It's got under fifty thousand views or whatever. But the people who watched it really like it. Um, there's always going to be someone like that, and especially with podcasts. A lot of people who listen to podcasts just want something that can fill the air. You, there's not a huge high standard for podcasts. I think you and I could make a podcast that is better than Dead Air, but it's... Uh, I, <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. yeah I, I, you know what? No, I'd rather just... 
fucking sit here and be bored out of my brain. My, my concern with making this podcast and certainly having a, a, a permanent other partner on it is that I won't have time for it. I'm I'm not a very reliable person. Um, or rather, I specifically don't put myself in situations where I feel like I'll let people down because of other things. I don't like people to rely upon me in, in a way mm. that I don't feel like I'm going to meet their expectations. Like Because uh, I, I woke up at you know, 1 p.m. today. I might wake up at uh, 6 a.m. a week from now. Uh, yeah. I, I don't have a strict schedule of how I live my life. Um, and, and and sometimes I'm irritable, sometimes I'm, I'm sick because I my shitty sleeping pattern or whatever. And if I commit myself to making a podcast with someone else, I'm, I'm concerned, as I said to you, that I would end up putting a lot of burdens on them to shift around their life to match my ever-shifting <laughs> sleeping pattern. And trying to fit in... Um, I guess what we, I guess, uh, so there's there's different types of podcasts, isn't there? There's, there's ones where it's just a group of people talking about a specific topic or a, you're talking about the topics of the day or having guests on or whatever type of podcast would be made. I don't think I have the time to put in the effort necessary to have it be a consistent thing. The, the, the value with what I wanted to do here with A Rambles With is that I can contact a person 10 months from now and be like, hey, want to chat? And we can just do it at any point in time. True, um, yeah, and certainly true. chatting with you on a, whenever would be nice. But um, yeah, I'll come on as much as you want. This is fun. Um, I got some questions for you next time. Oh, <laughs> true. <laughs> but I feel you, man. Um, yeah, and it's always it's always the thing, isn't it? I remember when I started making gaming videos, I was like, "What a piss take of a job! I'll play games, I'll make some content quickly, and I'll just live the best life ever." And then you're like, oh, wow, editing videos and recording mm. and putting it all together takes a phenomenally long time. Have, have you got these comments? Man, you just sit there and pluck a fucking play video games every day. Like, it's like, so easy. People are pretty, like, sometimes, but people have a better perception of it now, I think. Like, now, people yeah. understand, like, you know, you see a 15-minute video that was put together, like, your pacifist or maybe one of my videos. People know that took time. Like, mm. no, they're not just like, wow, you just press record. It's mm. hey, really, really good. But um, people, I, for was- one, but Sorry, so, yeah. People will stop by my stream and be like, oh, I had no idea it, it took this. Because I'll edit on stream sometimes. Like, I had no idea you put this much effort into your videos. And I'm like, is that a compliment or an insult? Like, it's like, oh, you put this much effort into your videos and this is what your videos look like? <laughs> As in, like, <laughs> the, the effort is not being shown in your content, mate. <laughs> Just quit. But, That's yeah. so funny, man. I know. Um, I don't know. Like you think, I think about it like this. Like when you, you had a school project or a university project, and it's like, oh, someone put together a PowerPoint. Like that PowerPoint's going to take you an hour, like to mm. put together, like of just picking where things go, and like it might be a twelve-slide thing. It's going to take you an hour at least, like one slide every five minutes. Like that's reasonable. Like you write the words out. Like that's a shitty PowerPoint presentation that's over in one minute. So that helps put in perspective for me, like how long a video can take to put together. Like when you think about it, all yeah, the different things. Yeah, certainly, and especially because these videos will last effectively forever or whatever. There's a uh... And, and so many people watch them, there's a greater necessity to put in a lot more effort. Yeah. <laughs> these, these, you can, it, you it's, can it's lose weird. half it's an weird. hour doing one transition just because the music isn't fading or 20 minutes. And those 20 minutes is just add up really quickly. Yeah. And, and time just yeah. flies by, especially when you're engro- engrossed in a project and you go, what, it's been 10 hours already? What the fuck? Crazy, man. And you're like, I got to upload. That's why, I, that's why I have deadlines for myself. Like I try and upload every Sunday just because... I think it can easily fall into a perfectionist where you're sitting there like trying to get the edits perfect or you're trying to get something perfect and it's like, look, 
this is be a perfectionist like level. Like this is no one's going to notice mm. the effort you're putting in at this point. Like you only it's all in my head or something. So I, 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 th- out, yeah. I think the passionate people um, who start making content uh, all start that way. And you either let that go or you go crazy and quit. Because you you can't be a perfectionist like that forever and actually make content. Um, no. You just you just go insane. I, I remember when I first started making videos, like my my very old channel where I talked um, about my ideas and regards to society and stuff. Um, I would I would use so many um, det- details, like evidence and angles of evidence. Like I write pages, essay after essay, trying to make everything perfectly clear as possible. And I would get so frustrated that when people would still not understand me. But you you can spend like an extra 10 minutes to reach and have 5% more people understand. And you just gotta realize at the end of the day that you can't reach everyone. You, you can't have everything be perfect. You can, uh, the amount of time it takes to get things 95% perfect can be like half the effort required to make it 100% perfect. Uh, Absolutely. Well, there's like the, that 80-20 rule people use as well. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever like, the percentage is, yeah. If the, yeah, whatever it is. But it's like, if, you're, if you've got something at 80%, it's like, it's a dark vibe of video, he said his jokes, it's edited well, like it's he's put a lot of effort into this. It's great, and then you spend like yeah hours and hours like making sure this one cut is good and that cut. You it, know, it, it's like your viewers would be like, dude, I'd rather yeah. you just upload this so I can watch it. Like I don't really care if this is a tiny bit out of time. Yeah, I even, likely even, won't notice. They but. either they either won't notice, or even if they do notice, they're like, well, fuck it, who cares? <laughs> we, yeah, it's like, a, <laughs> a slight thing off. It's not going to ruin my enjoyment of the content. And you got to realize Absolutely. that, or you just yeah. go nuts. But certainly, you don't want to get to the point where you your content is just shit and you're just not no. caring at all. Um, there's a, there's a, there's a fine line you gotta, gotta tread to have good content that doesn't drive you crazy with seeking perfection in it. To do some good content, I think like what you were saying, passion and someone enjoying what they're doing. Mm. You just can't fake that. Like if someone enjoys what they're doing and they're passionate about it, it's more enjoyable to watch. And you can just almost tell straight away when, and like, I feel for them. Like I get it. Like you've committed to this job, you've got a mortgage, you've got kids. And then their their heart just goes out of making content, and sometimes you like can almost I don't know feel it. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I don't a, know. a lot of the um, there's, there's people make these videos the downfall of X creator or something where these like mm. especially with Minecraft where a person had <laughs> eighty million views this month mm. and now they're sitting at like a one million to two million or whatever. And there's that there's definitely that feature of it where you're making a Minecraft video every day and eventually you lose that passion. Um, I know, like Minecraft's a great game, you're killing it, but like you've made a mansion, you've explored the whole map, you've done a hardcore world, and it's like at what point is it like Minecraft's a massive game, but you've absolutely done everything. It's, yeah, it's, it's the thing though, like I, I, I say, like, I watch someone and they say, they say, I've been playing this game for 10,000 hours. I'm like, how could you play your game for 10,000 hours? I'm like, oh, I've been playing GTA 5 for 8,000 hours. Okay, I guess, <laughs> guess like, I can understand. Like, I, I've been playing Rocket League for probably like yeah, it's, a ridiculous amount of hours, right? Yeah. You, you just... I, I can't criticize any content creator for sticking with a game for a long period of time and not going crazy with it because I've been sticking with GTA 5 for so long and I'm not sick of it. I'm 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 frustrated that I can't do the things I want to do. I've got so many things I want to do with GTA 5 still, but uh, awesome. like like yeah. I'm trying to finish this one hit KO thing or no damage run, and I'm 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 so close. I missed it by a frame. And I just I've been doing it for ten months. I just want to succeed so I can go back to speed running. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> but, uh, man. I miss speed running so goddamn much. But anyway, yeah, yeah you'll be back. Um, yeah, that's, I think that's what it was like when I was playing Battlefield. That's where I got. I, I love Battlefield. And I still will play that game like crazy. But in terms of making that like scripted content i reached a spot where i was like i recognized if i kept making battlefield content i would lose my enjoyment of making mm. videos so everyone was like really sad when i quit and i felt bad because people like i'd made it sort of like i felt like i'd made this commitment to people about like 
making Battlefield content. But I was like, guys, like I'm just not going to enjoy this anymore. And I wasn't getting paid or anything back then. I was like, guys, I've got to enjoy what I'm doing. Like, or or I'm just making videos for the sake of making videos. And um, I switched, and everyone was so supportive. And that's when I kind of like started to really be like, oh my god, like I love my community. Like I'll. I want to make the best content I can type thing. So. so certainly making that move when you are being paid is a lot harder to do. It's why the suggestion usually like it, it it's a lot easier to grow um in gaming if you're focusing on one game. But at some point you can get to that level where you um you need to branch out or A, you get burnt out, or or B, you know, you uh, you you the, the hype of that particular game will fall and mm. you will fall with it. Um, like my attitude to branching out into other stuff is, uh, you kind of, this is, this is rule where like the larger you grow, the larger, the amount of people who watch you for anything will grow. So, Mm. um, right, right now, um, if I'm playing GTA five or whatever, um, I will get 4,000 viewers right now on Twitch. But, um, if I play... If I'm editing, I'll still have a thousand viewers. If I'm playing some random game, I'll still have sixteen hundred viewers. Those numbers are enough to live your life comfortably. Those are the mm. numbers that most people want. But so the only reason I have those numbers is because of how high I've grown in GTA Five. If you stick with one game long enough that you grow big, that that core audience that watch you play anything will become large enough that you can sustain yourself even if that game implodes or you get sick of that game um and that's kind of what i've tried to do it's why i can release rambles or uh, just any random game and still get fifty thousand views which is it's not gta 5 numbers but still really good numbers and that's kind yeah, of my philosophy definitely. in regards to um diversification and, and, and stuff like that um, and that's true as well especially like making like yourself the brand like if you did minecraft oh, tips true. and tricks and then didn't really like insert much personality into that if you tried to do then Overwatch tips and tricks, you might lose a whole lot of your audience because they were there for Minecraft tips and tricks. Are they, watching, like, the, are they, are they watching the content or, or your presentation of that content? Exactly. You know? Whereas, like, you're watching you stream GTA, it's like, you know, you're at, at what, yeah, it's like, it's like, it's a sense of progression for you. Like, you, some of those missions you're, you could do with your eyes closed. So you're chatting, <laughs> you're talking. So then if you go and play a different game and chat and talk, it's, it's still like Dark Viper. Like, yeah. you're still, you're still there to sort of hang out and stuff. And yeah. Mm. Um, What's the worst mistake you made on the internet? Um, what's the worst mistake I made on the internet? It's a hard question, isn't it? When I thought about it, I'm like, I can't think of anything specifically that I've done. The only things I can think of are things that would answer the next question, which is, if you could start over again, what would you, would you do it all the same way or what would you do differently? Um, I can't think of like a terrible, like not that I, like I haven't made like one big mistake where it's been like, I've had to apologize. And if like anyone's ever got angry, I just don't really care. Mm. I think I've I said, I said a couple of jokes that I kind of regretted that I just pushed it a little bit too far just because, you know, back when I was making a video every few days and I just had to write the, the, you know, come up with these jokes, I just said something that was once or twice that definitely crossed the line. Surely you have knowledge now that you wish you had in when you begun, right? Um, yeah, I think I, I think it's so technical, but all the technicalities of YouTube and like how to make good content, like because when I started, like I had fun making my videos, but if I watch them now, I'd just be like, oh my god, like, this is just so bad. But everyone starts somewhere. Yeah, because like, you learn as you fun. go, and they yeah, you just get yeah. more refined in your in your. In your... I saw, one of my um, girlfriend's sister's best friends is like starting a YouTube channel, and she's like, "Can you have a meeting with me and like help me figure it out?" I was like, "Yeah, of course." And I just sat down with her, and I was like <laughs> talking. 
And she was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like talking about like click through rates, watch time, and like algorithms, like brand presence, and like all that and all this. And she was just like, I was like, you realize that from doing YouTube, how much just such specific knowledge. It just feels natural. Relate. It's like what people don't yeah. understand this. I thought this is what it's just, it just, it feels so natural that you just think everyone would get this immediately. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, just like, what should I call my channel? And I'll just be like this, like out of these two options. And I'd be like, oh, absolutely this one. And she's like, why? And I was like, I don't know. Like, that's just what, <laughs> that's just, trust me. <laughs> For me, uh, yeah. I, I wish I started way earlier with gaming. I wish I, yeah. I wish I had been one of the first people on Twitch could have been there in the early days, even though he, hearing about it, where people were struggling to stream at like 240p with like a hundred bit rate and shit. Like, it sounds terrible. But at the same time, like, uh, like I start. When did I start? Like 2016? Uh, no, 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 earlier than that. 20, uh, end of 2014 or uh, beginning of 2015. I kind of started streaming on Twitch, and I think like um, I. The earlier you started on Twitch, I think the the better your chances of success on the platform. Like some of the first ever partners on Twitch are still here today with like 10,000 viewers. Um, like Ninja, you know, was one of the first partners. Lyric was one of the first partners. Dan, Dan's Gaming. Um, these kind of people. Um, certainly it's possible that had I started earlier, the, the specific variables I needed to be successful wouldn't have been there. But um, I, I, I do think it's one of those things where once you know the future is obvious what you could have done in hindsight, um, why would I just put all my money into Apple or whatever going back that far? But certainly, um, I think I could have been even larger than I am now had I started on Twitch earlier. Uh, yeah, definitely. Like that that knowledge that just can get you so far. But, you know, I think it's I think it's cool to like go back like and watch someone's first video and then see what they're doing now. And I don't know, I'll, I'll never delete an old video. I've, I think I've privated like one or two for various like copyright reasons, but... I've, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm not, yeah, I've deleted heaps of videos. Like my my original channels don't exist anymore, um, and I watch. Oh, but that is such a different brand. Oh yeah, like, so, so different. It's like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I can I can watch them and I can be like, yeah, this sounds like me. I don't. Mm. The presentation very different. Are these ideas a little bit more rough in the way that they're presented? But I I can I can totally see where I'm coming from, and I can see how that person became who I am today. But. I wouldn't defend that content. It was very um, uh, straight laced, very presented in a in a it, it, like I, I was sitting in front of the camera and basically read from a script in an essay. Yeah. It's uh, nothing like what I do now. It, I mean, my, my my rambles could be presenting the same ideas, but the way that they're presented is so different. Um, yeah, but but even That's then, I, I I I certainly one one of the things I found, um, especially when I was panicking about the algorithm not liking my channel, um, I took down a lot of my older videos uh, that weren't edited as well, and then I kind of compiled them together into the the best bits of those videos. So while those original videos don't exist anymore, the best bits of them exist in compilations. So nothing's really been lost as far as yeah, I'm cool. concerned with those. And certainly the clips channel <laughs> enabled me to put clips from my Twitch from yeah, 2015 yeah. and stuff up there as well, which was- That's it, awesome. It is interesting looking at the past. Where it's, it's sometimes you forget where you came from, you know, and how much you've, and unless you put side by side your old content and your new content, it's hard to see how different you are, you know? Definitely. Um, I, I um, sometimes get comments on my old, old videos. Cause like when you go onto YouTube, anyone who doesn't, isn't familiar, it'll just show you your recent comments, like regardless of what video. Great like feature. Recent ones, yeah. And so I sometimes see one from like a video from like like three years ago or two years ago. And someone's like, are you all right today, man? Like your voice sounds weird. And like <laughs> one of my <laughs> subscribers, that could 100% just be banter. 
But I sometimes wonder, like, do people not look at, like, maybe I must have not have seen the date and I sound, like, so droney and monotone, more than, believe it or not, I do now when I talk, so... Yeah, uh, I, I, I find the way I present myself and speak and whatnot has changed over the years in ways that I uh, didn't immediately remember until I saw my older content. Um, I'm yes, a lot I more, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm just a lot more communicative. I'm uh, a lot more energetic in communicating my emotions and whatnot. And I think it's just something you kind of develop as you you spend time on Twitch. You realize that um, if you're feeling something, people won't immediately know that unless you communicate it in some capacity. And you just get used to communicating your thoughts and feelings um, in a way that your audience can understand, as opposed to like, when you're by yourself with no camera, you may feel frustration, but you don't necessarily show it. But when you're with an audience, you kind of have to show it or they won't understand. And you, mm. I, like, I've, I've never intentionally changed the way that I act for the benefit of my audience, but I found that just over time, I've naturally done that, um, I guess just in, unintentionally. Um, that's why I appear so different compared to my older content. But, yeah, um, yeah. Well, do, a lot, a lot, a lot, is it real, it's a really hard skill, like communicating, yeah, like what you said, how you actually feel in your content sometimes. Like, because in your head, you're like, especially when I was starting, I was like, I'll do it like this, and then I'd make it, and it wouldn't be like what I was wanting to, mm -hmm. to do. But yeah, you get better at that, hopefully. You, um, so you, do you know many famous big YouTube streamers? Like you said, you went to a dinner with some of these people. Um, do you um, do you have any uh, either? Well, who's the largest content creator that you've ever actually spoken to? Um, and do you have any interesting stories about meeting any content creators? Um, I guess the biggest numerically would be Laserbeam. He's probably like 15, 20 million followers. You met him? Yeah. Yeah, he's a super nice guy. Um, and then. I like, yeah, just that, like, because, like, Australia has, like, really good communities for that kind of stuff that you can meet up. And I've met, like, um the the boys, like, before. Like, they're really cool. Mully. Um, Muse Elk as well. Do you know Muse Elk? He killed me in Fortnite once. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in one of his videos somewhere. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> Whoa! And, okay, I know where that guy is. He's over at the launch pad. And he's got a hunting rifle, which means if we want to take him out, we got to play aggressively for it. We can't get into like a little peak war with him. He would 100% win that. Okay, I see him. Oh, what's he doing? Oh, he's running away. Oh, no, 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 my friend. There will be no running. There will be no running from Muselk. Not when he's got the Omega skin. Hey, bro. Oh, my God. That was filthy. We've crashed at his house and like we've had drinks together and stuff, which is really cool. And then nice. I've recently joined Misfits Management and yeah, where I've met a bunch of like... That whole team is just really, really good people. Like the backend staff, the the actual creators. Like, and it was really cool because I've obviously watched like a lot of Swagger and Fitz and the boys before. So to catch them, like, meet them live, I was like, oh, this is this is really cool. And they're really nice, nice guys as well. And they, I guess, they have got millions. Like, it's just crazy how big all those guys' channels are. But they're they're all everyone I've met, super nice in real life, like totally genuine, which was cool. It's it's funny that um you mentioned watching these people. I I only know of them because they're big content creators and because they're Australian. Um, mm. I, I I've when Swagger Souls when I found out he doesn't do Souls stuff, I was like, really? And why is he called Swagger Souls? <laughs> like, um, because I, I think he started doing Soul stuff or something. He doesn't do much of it now. I, I don't know. Like, I, I've I've seen them and I know of them through other stuff I watch, like the Cole ones, for example. But uh, yeah. I don't know that many big content creators and and whatnot. I've only recently become more knowledgeable of them in the last couple of months. 
Some yeah, have reached true. out to me and uh, and whatnot. Um, like the the probably the most famous person I can recall ever meeting in person was um, Chad. Anything for views, and oh, that, yeah. and that and that was a weird situation because he it was at PAX like 2017. I was ba- basically a no one, and yeah. he was really drunk in the middle of the day. And <laughs> um, a friend of mine, Lito, um, he said to Chad, he's like, oh. Matt over there, he's, my name is Matt. He's like, Matt, you're, um, uh, he, he, Matt's a big fan of yours. And so Chad runs up behind me, puts his arm around me. He's like, hey, man, heard you're a huge fan. And I'm like, I, I don't really know him that well. I, I know him from mainly from Filthy Frank's content or whatever. So it was super awkward. And for whatever reason, he told me that he's, he's going to die or something. And I was, oh, shit. Because he, he, like, he said he was uh, having health issues or something. I was just, it was just such an awkward situation to meet someone like that. Bro, I love anything for views. He's he's, like- he's a very interesting fellow. It's just so like the most genuine person I've ever seen online. Like he's so funny. One of the funniest moments on YouTube for me was he was like giving. He sold merch and he's like, "I'm gonna deliver hand deliver this merch or something." And he's driving around Melbourne. I think it was Melbourne, delivering this merch to people like in a car. He, he has that <laughs> it video. Just, yeah, it's a video. Hmm. And he was just taking like hours to do this because it's like Melbourne traffic or whatever. And he goes to this kid's house and just like opens the door. And it's just like, kid just walks out and he's just like, this big guy just walks out and he's just like, and Chad's trying to like give him this merch. And this kid is just, doesn't even know what's happening. Like he's just <laughs> taking a bunch of acid. <laughs> he's just like, I don't know, the whole thing and the way it was just filmed and the way like it happened, it was just so like, I don't know, awkward. And I don't know, I cried laughing. It was so he, funny. He's definitely very, um, what is it? In, 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 what is it? In, in, he, he doesn't have a filter. He says and yeah. does anything. <laughs> Anything for views is a, an appropriate name. Um, yeah, it's definitely on brand. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I was just I was just thinking of. Uh, do you know? Do you know he's banned on Twitch, right? I did not know he's banned on Twitch. Do you, <laughs> you tweet about it? I don't spend going on Twitter an awful amount. Like, um, recently. Uh, do I exp- uh, do I explain why? Um, it was years ago. He uh, said the N word a lot, <laughs> oh, like a lot, a lot. He was really, really drunk. <laughs> In some, you me- do you remember Ice Poseidon? Those people, I think, it was around that time. All, yeah, all yeah. those crazy people, and he was really drunk in an, an RV or something, traveling or whatever. And it was live streamed, and he said the N word a lot. I think he was just really drunk, trying to be funny, or something. And it just, it just, it just, it, immediate indefinite suspension. Um, That'll do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you get as as a not much of a filter, that man. Mm. Um, but that's why that's why people love him, you know. So. Anything for views, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. It, it, it is an interesting career how he got started, I suppose. Like, because he, he didn't really make his own content for a while, but then just everyone kind of knew of him from iDubs, Max Mofo, and uh, Filthy Frank. Um, interesting. Yeah, I, I like the new podcast he's doing with Max, because Max is kind of similar in that regard, like mm. just a likable, genuine guy. And I think they like he's really found a home there on that podcast because he can just like they literally drink yeah, <laughs> while I've, they do a podcast. So I don't know, it just seems to work so well. I've seen basically every episode, and I, I like the way oh, no, that it's... they conduct themselves, which is just you know just everyday guys chilling, talking. But uh, they like, they do it well. Like it's not like mm-hmm. it's, it sounds like a recipe for disaster, but like it's a it's a really good podcast. Like they they know what they're doing. So, Have you watched yeah. any of Max Mofo's Pokemon card stuff? Uh, not heaps. Like, he I has like Max. So but... much Pokemon stuff. It's insane. Yeah, he's got like six channels, I feel like. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. He doesn't upload on most of them. <laughs> but they're there. Yeah, they, it certainly yeah. are. Um, that's all the questions I had. 
Um, oh, nice. Other than like rapid fire stuff, like, you know, what's your favorite game or favorite YouTuber streamer kind of stuff? Yeah. Uh, favorite game is probably Rocket League at the moment. I just love it. Absolutely obsessed. Another then, game I didn't think would survive as long as it did. I remember playing it back in beta. I was like, this is not a game, but apparently it's still really, really good for a lot of people. Just like, it's almost like doing a GTA speedrun. Like you can just always get better and it's so competitive, you know, like it's got that timeless factor about it because you can always just get better and improve. So I think it might be bigger on consoles because the, you kind of need a controller for it. And that's probably what threw me. Um, Most PC players who are like taking it seriously get controllers, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then my favorite content creator is T90 Official, who's like a Age of Empires 2 guy that you know about. Yeah. Love that guy. Um, yeah. What about you? What's your fav- favorite game? Uh, still still going to be GTA 5, I think. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I, I could have guessed that after our conversation yeah, today. Other yeah. than that, just everything Souls. I love Souls. Because uh, of my yeah. no story, just, you know, there's a boss, you figure it out, you beat it, you get that satisfaction of being the yeah, boss, yeah. finding its gimmick or whatever. Um, and as far as content creators go, I don't know. I, I know I like a lot, but every time I try and think of some, I just blank. Because uh, I, 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 the the streamers I watch right now is like Dowski and um, who does Minecraft speedrunning, Mitch Jones and his PVP stuff, Elijah. Yeah, cool. He just does, he does a lot of games like you Hitman and uh, all, all these kind of games. But um, yeah, because I, I must, I must watch hundreds of content creators. But every single time someone asks me about them, I just blank and I go, I have no idea. <laughs> you know? It's hard to hard to pick a favorite. Like for me though, it's easy because T90 just streams. He does like he just. I just love watching him commentate Age of Empires games. Mm. Like the boys and I are in this big Age of Empires fan. I've been watching him for about like a year now. So it's just like, like I like a lot of content creators, but I watch like an hour of him a day minimum. So it's pretty did obvious. Did you play favorite. Heroes of Might and Magic back in the day? I did not. Man, you missed out. That's that's a, that's another one of those games that has stuck around. Um, didn't get the same kind of love in terms of a remaster that um, Age of Empires did, but that game is still played comparatively. Um, the the Age of Empires two and Heroes of My Magic three are the two games that like do- dominated my childhood. People still people still just love them. Now yeah. I'm just gonna have to duck to the bathroom again. I'm just punching water. We 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 can wrap it up here if you like, because we've been okay. talking for two and a half hours. Yeah, that sounds good. Well, yeah. <laughs> dude, this is this is really awesome. Like I you know had a good fun. Thanks for thanks so much for having me on. No, it's, it's, it's certainly enjoyable talking to you. But this is for the first time yeah, I think we've cool. actually spoken outside of uh, DMs or whatever, right? True. I think it just feels like I must have spoken to you because we've DM'd so much. But yeah, maybe this is the first proper time, actually. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for stopping by. Any any shout out yourself? Nah, just go watch Dark Valkyrie. You on Twitch. <laughs> just shout out your bloody social media, dude. Watch <laughs> Modest Pelican on YouTube and Twitch.tv. <laughs> go, go watch T- Go watch T90. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good guy. Nah, yeah. Yeah, if you want to check out my content, obviously I'd appreciate it. But yeah, now thanks again, Viper. This was this was really good fun, man. Yeah, thank you for stopping by. Um, and uh, uh, thank you for being the on the first episode, man. Oh, it's an absolute honor, man. It's yeah. cool. Guess I'll talk to you another time. Yeah, talk to you soon, man. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing, and I wish you all the best.